Hey everyone, it's Daniel here. Before this episode begins, I just want to first uh, just say thank you. This episode is a really special episode. This is going to be the one-year celebration episode of the podcast. It is uh, hard to believe that the podcast is already turning one year old. I remember back whenever I thought about starting it and just everything that was going through my head at the time. And um, it's really cool that I'm at this milestone now. So um, I want to just say thank you. Thank you for listening, supporting. Uh, you know, there, there have been so many people that have tuned in, that have uh, reached out and support, and it really just means the world. Um, if you've ever listened to any episodes at all uh, and or supported in any way, I just want to say thank you. It really means the world to me that people take the time to listen to me talk. Um, people take the time to hear my thoughts and conversations. Um, and, and I just am very eternally grateful, uh, for every, every ounce of support that you have given me over this past year. I'm really excited for, uh, you know, the second year of the podcast. There's a lot of really cool things in store, a lot of things I'm really excited to do. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, just everything that year two has in store. Um, one quick thing. So for the one year anniversary of the show, I did host a giveaway. Uh, and so I want to say thank you to everyone that contributed to that giveaway. We were able to raise uh, a lot of money for the Isaiah 117 house. And that was truly an honor to be able to work with them and raise money for a great cause. Um, if you were the winner of the giveaway, then just know that I've contacted you by the time this episode has come out. Uh, so the winner has been contacted and they are made aware that they have won the giveaway. Um, so if you contributed, Thank you so much uh, for contributing your 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 resources to a great a great cause, uh, and I just thank you for your continued support. Um, with all that out of the way, I just want to again say thank you for your support. Thank you for listening in all throughout year one, and I'm excited for year two. Now let's go ahead and jump into the one year episode. Thanks, everybody. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I will be your host for this episode as always. Stop, stop, stop. No, 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 no. So here's what's going on today, folks. That is Daniel Trinum, and he is not going to be the host today as always. This is Nathan Trinum, his dad, and sitting right here on my left is the illustrious Jason Wallace. Jason, yes, hello, yourself. everyone. I, I made the appearance on a lot, one of the episodes of Daniel's podcast that was an eight-hour eight biopic. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, over yet. Our life. <laughs> so anyway, everybody, what's going on today is this. is Daniel had this great plan, but here's what's going on. is This is the one-year anniversary of Daniel's podcast, so I think it means it's out of diapers and it's a toddler now. Doesn't that sound right? So this is going to be airing for the one-year anniversary, and today is like turn the tables. So we're turning the tables immediately. All of you out there want to know more about the one and only Daniel Trinum, and Jason and I are here to make that happen today. So Daniel, I hope you're in for a good ride because we're about to have a good time. So are you ready to go? I, I guess so. I really, I, I really don't know. Um, I really, yes, I, I like to think that I am. Um, but yeah, so. I'll just turn it over to y'all. So, All right, well, fantastic. Yes. Like, folks, like I said, my name is Nathan, and I'm Daniel's dad. Jason Wallace is right here with us, and we are friends and pals and ready to go, Daniel. So, Daniel, why don't you just start out? Just tell us about this show. Tell us how it got started and the origin of it and genesis of it and uh, how it got to be where it is today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, somebody actually asked me about this the other day, and I was thinking about kind of what it is, why I started this. Sometimes I still think, why am I doing this? Because no one's making me schedule these interviews and have these conversations and do these things and edit these episodes and so on and so forth. Um, 
really, honestly, I finished school, finished at college in December of 2021. And I knew, I knew that I wanted to, I didn't just want to go to work every day, come back home, pat myself on the back and repeat that over and over again without any differentiation. Um, and so, and not like, not that that's a bad thing, but I wanted to fill the the time that I would normally be filling with school. I wanted to have something else to fill it with. Most people would call that a hobby. Um, and so I just thought, you know, I, I kind of think I could do a podcast. Like I have been, well, now that I say this, so I, I'll, I'll come back to something here in just a second, but I, I kind of feel like I have a, a decent enough voice to like talk into a microphone. Like, you know, I've got a little bit of baritone to it, but it's not too much. And I thought, you know, like, why not? Like, it's not like I'm starting a business. Like I'm, you know, it can't be that expensive to start it up. And if people have many, many people have done it and why not, you know, what, what's the, what's the harm in doing it? Um, now I'm going to pause that for just a second where honestly, I think this started and I don't even know the lady's name that did this to me, but I'm going to blame it on one of my target coworkers. So I used to work at target and I worked at Target in Chattanooga, Ch- Chattanooga, Tennessee, on Gunbarrel Road. Shout out to that Target. And I worked there for about three months in uh, fall and winter of 2020. And <laughs> I worked up front. And towards the end of my stint there, a lot of times I was just working the registers. Towards the end of my time there, uh, whenever we, would, I would re- usually work the closing shifts. And whenever the Whenever you, a store closes, you'll hear, ladies and gentlemen, this is your, you know, metaphorical captain speaking. We are going to be closing in one hour. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, so, That's really good. so one day, thank you for, I'm going to be a captain. One, no, uh, so Barry White. I felt yeah. like <laughs> so, so normally I would work. Who Barry White is. Yeah. I think I, I know the name. I think, does, is he a singer? Well, he used to be. Or, well, yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah. Um, anyways, anyways. So normally I would work the registers. And so somebody over at the help desk would be the person that would say, you know, ladies and gentlemen, target shoppers, thank you so much for coming in today, blah, blah, blah. And one day I was over there and we were about to close. And the person that was with me, my manager had to go off somewhere. And so it was just me there. And we would close at 11 o'clock and it hit 10 o'clock. And I was like, well, hope somebody does the announcements. And then they, they radioed me and they were like, Hey, Daniel, like I'm kind of in the middle of something. Can you, can you just read off this, like the script is right there. All you gotta do is pick up the phone, press this button, wait two seconds for the beep, and then just read off the script and close it. And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. No, no big problem. So I pick it up. I'm like, all right, this is my big moment. Like there's people here. And so I pick it up and it beeps. I'm like, good evening, target shoppers. This is, this is your, you know, favorite employee, Daniel speaking. Just like to let you know that we'll be closing in one hour. I repeat, we'll be closing in one, like whatever, whatever the script was, but I started doing that and it was kind of fun. Uh, my, my fiance has pointed out to me that I like to do a little skit every now and then, whether I realize it or not. And that was kind of like me doing a little skit for all the target shoppers. I could be like, good, good evening, target shoppers. Um, and one day, one of my, it was, I had done it a couple of times and one of the, it was a lady and she was kind of el- not, she, she was getting up there a little bit. And she came up to me and she said, who just did, who just, who just did the, the closing announcement? I was like, that was me. I did. And she was like, you have a great voice. And I said, really? You, th- you think so? And she, and she was like, yeah, you have a great voice. And I, this sounds very egotistical of me to say this, but I say all of this to say that moment right there, I was like, I think you're right. I think I do have a, I think I do. Now I've, I've come down from that pedestal because that was the first time anybody had ever complimented my voice. But in that moment I was like, somebody likes to hear me talk. Like, you know, like this lady just told me and I'm just, I'm just reciting a script. And so follow that string. I was like, I need to start a hobby. I've got a little bit of, you know, I got a little bit of spending money. 
what's it going to hurt to have, you know, some microphones and start up a podcast. And I told some, this guy I know down in Chattanooga, I was about to finish up and he said, so what's next for you? And I said, well, I'm going to be working at this accounting firm, which I'm still currently working at. And and he said, what else are you going to do? I said, well, I want to start a podcast. And I said, I'm going to give myself two years and just see what happens. I'm not going to worry about the numbers. I'm not going to worry about whether it makes money or not. I'm just going to do it, do it for fun. And I'm just going to do it and see what happens. And so here I am now. So, um, that's kind of the story of it basically. Um, and I've had a pretty good time doing it. So, so, yeah. and so tell us about like your, your idea of the year in review and what that's been and how it's grown and, <laughs> and how has it grown? I mean, tell us, what do you think? <clears throat> you know, it's, um, how have you grown in this? <laughs> um, it, it's been, it's been a very, and I, I mentioned this I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I know in the episode we did, but I know I've texted to you before. This has been for me, I think I've maybe mentioned this on the show, but this has been for me really the first time I have ever created something on my own, like from, from total inception, 99% of the way, like I'm the one that bought the things. I am the one that came up with the, I scheduled the interviews. I got, I did it from start to finish. I have seen it through and there have been days where I would do not want to talk to anybody. Like there have been days where I've got to work and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want, cause I largely do interviews outside of work hours. I'm like, I don't want to go talk to this person. Like I, at the time I thought they were cool, but now I'm just kind of like, I don't really want to talk to him. But like, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like at the time it sounded fun, but now I'm like, Oh, I got to do this thing and I don't really want to do it. Um, but honestly it has been a really fulfilling experience. I've never really, I've never really created anything for myself in that sense, totally on my own from start to finish. And this has kind of been my first time doing that. And like I said, there's definitely been times where I didn't want to do it. And there'd been times where I dreaded an interview. And I certainly think there were some that were better than others. But at Did you the tell end, us which ones you dreaded? <laughs> uh, yeah, there was this one guy, Jason. Be careful uh, what you say. <laughs> no, 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 okay. And if today I, is one of those, then. No, no. Uh, l- let me Let me say all of them have been, I've loved all of them. I mean, I certainly have my favorites, but it's been, I've, I've come away with all of them being very happy with them. Um, but this has kind of been my first time creating something. And I've learned that any kind of creative process, whether it be, um, making a podcast, starting a business, making conventional art, music, paintings, sculptures, whatever, like there is going to be a creative journey with it. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be times where you're like, yes, it's the coolest thing ever. I cannot wait to do this. I remember like doing my first interview. I was like, I'm doing this. Like people are in, I'm, I'm talking to people. Like I just, I don't, I just now met this person and they're letting, giving me an hour and a half of their time and I'm talking to them and it's really cool. And then there's other days where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta edit this show and then put it in here. And this person said this thing. I'm just like, okay, whatever. So like, there've been ups and downs, but all in all, I am very happy with it. And from a, from a, like a, a numerical standpoint, yes, it's grown because I'm starting from zero. Like has, has it grown in the sense where I'm like getting multiple sponsorships and just raking in the money? No, but that's not what I'm worried about right now. I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where I can just do this for fun. And there's a lot of kind of freedom in that. I don't really have to, there, there's episodes that have done better numerically better than others. And there's episodes that haven't done as well as others, but I'm at a point in my life where I'm very fortunate to just do it because I enjoy doing it. And there's a lot of benefit in that. So it's been great. I'm, I'm looking forward to your, I, I feel like I'm in a much better, uh, much better position to create because 
I did. I was just kind of trying to. I didn't really know what I was doing when I first started, and I'm still de- very much figuring it out. Um, but it's been a great experience, and I'm very happy with it. I, I'm still trying to figure out if I like being the podcast guy. Like people know me as like, oh, you're that guy with the show. You're the, you're the podcast guy. You just you know, and and so like I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that because like your view of, of podcast guys can be a, can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing, but you know, there's, it just comes to the territory, I suppose. So, well, here's yeah. a, t- a statistic, <laughs> a statistic. Cause, Cause I have, I have this a calculator. statistic moment. Yes. But out of 41 at 42, cause you did the 10 minute preview to this, but 41 episodes. Okay. 44 hours and 53 minutes of talking to people. I totaled it up. On a calculator. Really? Yes. Not with my head. So, because I, I don't teach math. How much of that was your episode? So, I was like, oh gosh, 10 hours of that was <laughs> us. Uh, but 44 hours and 53 minutes of, I mean, look, at this point in time, uh, where we are, again, with 41 episodes, but you have spent, like again, almost 45 hours talking with people and letting people share their story, which is fantastic, which was, I mean, I enjoyed being with you. I know, and I've yeah. listened to other podcasts, other episodes and enjoying it and hearing you get to talk. And they're so diverse. Like I even started going through like different, all the things you've talked about. And out of 41 episodes, you had cancer survivor. You you reflect on current events. Uh, you've shared personal goals and life events in your life. You've had travel tips and hot spots to go to, fitness coaches, interviews with mentors and impactful people. You've had Q&A sessions. You've had creatives. You had uh, talking with Christian Walks and, and living it out. Parenting episodes, social media uh, topics and tips, cooking tips, dream chasing, passion hunting, reflections on life, life lessons, health and fitness, musicians. Uh, money management, oh, and overcoming trauma. You, there's, this is the the wide variety of 41 episodes. And I don't know, I mean, I love to listen to podcasts and I'm not that old, but uh, uh, Nathan's older than me. And so uh, <laughs> Thank <you>. the uh, <laughs> he said that into a flip phone. And so, uh, but what we have. <laughs> I just got rid of my rotary. So give me right, a break. Yeah. So, but all the different topics and, and we think, I know we'll talk more about where you came from, but looking at, what you've done in a year with all of this is huge. Starting out with Target, which in by no way, shape, or form, will get sponsored by Target on shelf or road. Expect more. No, this, this, this is oh, hello. Um, this is not, but <laughs> I'm willing to. I yes, know, Target. I don't know how I would be sponsored by Target, but hey, I'm open to anything. So Target, anyways. you started this podcast, <laughs> um, but um, thinking back and thinking about the people, number one, that you gave a spotlight to. Uh, to share what they were doing, share who they were, and also to be aware. And also, again, and a number of these were things of you just talking, things that you cared about and mentioned. But the variety of it and the podcasts I listen to, I'm, and I'm usually pretty direct on, I'll listen to specific podcasts that deal with a genre of area, okay? Nerd kind of stuff and comic book movies, comic books, those kind of things. I know what I'm getting. But with this, you don't always know what you're getting. And I think that's the really coolest thing about what you've done because you don't know what you're getting each episode. And we talked about it when we interviewed talk like Seinfeld, you know, a show about nothing. Yeah. And in a way I said in the most loving way, but it's all, it's about everything, you know, and, and it's about the people. It's about sharing the life and in the spotlight. And that's huge. And, and, and filling out this part of the world, I'm not saying that there's no one else has ever done this, but what you've done, the variety is fantastic. And the care and concern you show talking to people 
is amazing. And uh, that's been, when I think back, when you asked about this, and I, I was talking to Nathan about that, looking back, I just started scrolling through everything. I'm like, what is it? And I was just amazed. And I, you know, obviously I combined a lot of them because, you, you know, you had some different, different people talking about similar things, but they're in the same area, but all were different. And it was insane to think about all the stuff just in 41. I can imagine another year, all the stuff you've done, and not really repeating anything. I mean, in the categories, but you've not had all this kind of stuff. So it's been, that's been very cool to see. And thinking about a year ago, if you hadn't had that passion and dream, and again, this is something we, we did talk about when we were together, but this wouldn't exist. These these voices wouldn't be out there. This wouldn't be a place for other people to hear and see and and be like, oh, I know that, and I know other people have been impacted by it, you know, and in 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 an entertainment type of way, in a in a in a spiritual way, in a in a personal way, and and a um, relating to them in a way that they felt like, hey, I'm not alone in this, and it didn't exist. It wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be here if you put it down and you talk about making something. This is the prime example of it. You, you made 41-somethings and still going strong. And by the time this airs, I know there'll be more. But all that, that's huge. And it's what I, and again, it's not about what is your legacy. It's not, that is just your passion, your hobby. And and bringing this out, it's it's really, really cool. Uh, and just looking at all that, I, I was pretty impressed uh, with just seeing, because I knew, I knew, I knew what it was. I knew there was a variety, but it was just crazy to see the variety. It's an encyclopedia. I think you need to keep going and just put everything and categorize by alphabetically, not yearly. Like, if you need one of these, just look for this. Uh, but anyway, I, I just thought that was very, very awesome. And just when you said that, it just it reminded me of this is that one passion turned into this. And I know kind of jumping ahead, I know we'll go back and forth, but very, very cool. Well, well first off, thank you very much. Um, I, I didn't... I know I've done 41 episodes at, at the time of this recording. I know I've done 41 episodes and by the time this airs, who knows, but, um, the numeric, like I th- saying that in, in like the amount of hours, like it's, that's kind of weird to think about that, but, um, thank you very much. I don't really know what to say. Um, I will say one thing, like it has been interesting. And I think this is a lot of time, like unless the thing you do or the thing you create gives you like an immediate, like immediate response, you know, like you, if you're a professional basketball player, like if you hit the shot, people go crazy. If you miss it, they're just in their, in their seats. Like you get immediate feedback of what, of whether what you're doing is good or bad. It's been interesting for me because like I'm at a point now where I have a little bit of a back catalog. And so like initially when I first started, there was only three episodes. And so like you could only listen to those three episodes. And so if you were new to it, you could listen to those three episodes and that was it. But now like I've, I've seen, I've, I know of people that have, that have like found out about episode 38 and they'll go back and listen to old episodes. And it's interesting because like a lot of times I don't see that. Like most people aren't going to reach out to me and be like, Hey man, you, you rocked it on that. Like where you talked for an hour, you were awesome. Like most people don't do. And I'm not expecting that, but it's, it's an interesting dynamic, like creating something and both hoping it does well, but also understanding that it's really not mine once it's out there. Like it's, it's mine in the sense that I large had a large hand in creating it but it's kind of, it's the audiences. Once, once I'm done with it, it's, it's yours to interpret the conversation and make whatever. And you, you may listen to me and think, wow, this guy needs to stop doing podcasts. Or maybe you, you may think, oh, this guest is fantastic, whatever. It's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, I guess. And it's, I think that's a large part of creating anything, not just in the, in the standard creative fields of 
art and music and movie and whatever, but, uh, or, or, th- or the theater. Um, but it's, that's part of creating anything, any new relationship, any recipe, any whatever. Um, it's, it's your, it's both yours and it's not. Um, so it's, it's a, I'm in a very fortunate position, I guess I'll put it that way, uh, to, to have the, uh, the, the people that tune in. So, yeah. So I'll tell you something I noticed and obviously I know Daniel pretty well since I've known him. I would say so. Yeah. 23 (laughs) years plus a little bit now, but, um, I think even people who don't know him well, you can listen to this and uh, you can hear that you're having fun. Um, I was listening to one this morning and I could just tell you were just having a great time. And um, you can tell in every episode that you're genuinely invested and involved. And what I think people realize is this is genuine. This is, this is who Daniel is. This is something that he loves and something that he likes and you can feel that coming through. And so I think that's part of what Jason's talking to, talking uh, about is it's not necessarily one topic, but you're really getting a little, a little slice of what's important to Daniel and what makes you run, what makes you tick. And, uh, and that, that's pretty cool. You know, it's, 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 it's funny you say that because a lot of times I will think like, do people want to hear, like, I, I know what interests me, you know, and, and I want to talk to people that I think are interesting and that I hope are, you know, are interesting to you. But, um, you know, like I recently just, I, I did an interview with, uh, you, you may find this lady really interesting. She, I, I think by the, by the time this airs, she will be out, but, uh, I did an episode with a lady who, um, is a, she, she's a pharmacist. She's a farm D, but she's not like a standard, like slinging prescription. Like she, she's almost like a spit. She works at the, in the medical world and she's much smarter than me. And I'll just believe it that way. Um, but she's not slinging prescriptions. She's, I yeah. Love that. Yeah. That's great. As you can tell, I'm an expert in these fields and I did a, yes. Anyways, um, I'm taking the, notes over here. But anyways, show. anyways, a lot of the things she's like, we talked about health and wellness and a lot of different things. And I think it's really interesting. And I would love, like I've talked to different people that talk about some more things that she talks about, but there'll be times where I'm like, does anybody want to hear that? Like, I don't at the end of the day, think about it. Like right now, it's we're just sitting in a room talking and like people are whether it's me or sometimes it's just me or whether it's me and somebody else like we're just having a conversation and the idea of someone being like i want to listen to those people talk about things i don't know what they're going to talk about but i want to listen to them talk about these things it's just it's it's kind of funny but it's also i don't know it's really cool so yeah i mean i i i use i try to bring i try to bring the best balance of of me being excited and the person I'm talking to that whatever they're excited about, like that, that is the, that's the key to me. If I'm interviewing, like, you know, if whoever I'm interviewing, I want to, I don't want to just necessarily talk about like current events or necessarily talk about like what I'm interested. I want to make you excited because like I said, if you, if, if you just love kayaking, if that's what you get up and you just, you just go and drop a $120 on some weird pants that can do it. You can sleep in them and you can wear them as a jacket and they're just the best outdoor pants ever. And you'll never need another pants and they're, they're Kevlar, uh, you know, whatever. Like if that's what it's excites you, then I'll have to be like, is, Hey, like what, tell me about kayaking. Like you just love what, what's the deal with that? And you're not gonna be like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that. Like, you know, so that's my favorite part is getting someone excited about something and letting them, them kind of take the wheel. Cause Honestly, I don't want to do all the talking. I really don't because I, I can do it, but I wanted the whole point of this is for me to hear you and you to hear me. And so it's, it's fun to get people to talk about things they're excited about. So, yeah. So let me tell you something that's absolutely true. And uh, so don't get the tissues out just yet, but this is absolutely true. But Daniel, you, you have mentioned uh, several times 
in your podcast about uh, if you if you have a a project or a dream or a goal about just getting started about just taking the next step, um, and as simplistic as that seems, there's a couple of times in the last few months that that for me that was like well that's what I needed right there just something like that so and I can't believe that I'm alone Jason please nod your head and tell me that yes, I'm not, okay alone. all right great that makes me feel better <laughs> but um. Anyway, I, I think it. I think it really impacts people, and so anyway, I can say that personally. So that's that's cool. Well, oh, hello, I'm sorry. Um, well, uh, for those listening, I'm, I'm I'm manipulating the volume of three different mics here. So if I'm if I get really loud all of a sudden, then you know that's what that's for. Uh, but I think that I have grown up in a time where there are. And not that this is necessarily what I want to do, but I've grown up at a time where you can get advice from anybody about anything at any time from anywhere, any, and all the time. And there've been times where I've thought this person is a great person and I should listen to them and they've got great advice. And then you come to realize they're just kind of saying the same thing over and over again. And they're really just kind of selling you on one talking point that isn't necessarily wrong or right. But if you buy into it, then that's, what's going to, you're going to feel great about it. If you just do this one thing, then you'll, you'll be great. And there's like, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't have mentors. And if someone has really impacted your life, then go for it. But for me, I've grown up in a time where there's just been a lot of people that have wanted to sell you an idea of something rather than sell you what you want to do. Um, and so that's kind of the story of this whole show is again, I know I'm not, it's, it's not, I feel silly saying this cause like there's people selling their homes to start businesses and doing crazy things. And I just like, I just got a little microphone here. Like I'm not doing anything crazy, you know, but like whatever it is that you want to do, like I will drive through, I'm from a little small town Inglewood. We got a thousand people. I'll drive through downtown Chattanooga all the time. And be like, these buildings are huge. Like, how are these, what are you, you know, like standing up. yeah, <laughs> and, well, yes. From that standpoint, I don't understand how any, like how that works. I was a briefly an engineering major and respect for anybody in that field, whether That's it's cool. whatever kind of engineering, but you can tell us about how brief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but like, you know, you look at there, there are so many people that have started businesses and done amazing things. And you look at, you know, it, 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 I know it's been talked to death, but like Apple, the first trillion dollar company, whether you love them or hate them, that was started by one or a few people's idea in a garage. Now, I'm not saying that this show is going to turn into a trillion dollar company, nor do I want it to be a trillion dollar company, nor does that have to be your goal if you're listening to this. But the point is start wherever you can. Like, I don't have the answer for whatever you want to do there. I don't know. Like, I don't have all the answers. All I know is that I like having conversations with people and I think people like talking about things that they're excited about. And for me, I don't have a studio. I don't have, I don't have like the, the, all the equipment. I don't even do video. I put it on YouTube, but it's just a still screen and you hear the audio. I mean, I, that's just the best I can do right now. But for me, it's a lot farther than I was December of 2021. It's a lot farther than that. And so that's why I say that, like, whatever it is you want to do, just don't feel like you have to start your business tomorrow and you have to take a lease out on the giant skyscraper in downtown. So that little old me can drive by and be like, wow, that's so cool. Whatever it is you want to do, just start wherever you can start, buy a microphone, start there. And once you're invested, you're, you're in. And yeah, so I'm glad to hear that, uh, that, that I'm, I'm glad to hear that that impacted you. So thank you. So with that, I have a, I have a really significant follow-up question is this. Okay. Would you rather fight one horse sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses. 
thought we were going to save these to the end. Yeah, like this. Well, is, no, this one can't. No, so we're going to surprise him. We're going to do okay. Okay. I want to so know if okay. I mean, you've had a year to think about this. Yeah. Well, te- all sorts te- of opinions. Technically speaking, technically speaking, I've had about ten months to think about. Them. Well, I'm just kidding. Um, but okay, so I I have had the distinct privilege of at this point in time. Okay, for, let me rewind a little bit. First off, if you're just now listening to this show, or if typically when you listen to these episodes, you get about 45 minutes of the way through and you say, that's been fun, I'm going to do something else. Typically, what I will do at the end of each episode is do a little segment where I'll ask them some questions, and that question that my father just asked me was is the final question I ask everybody. My father. Yes, my father. Um, uh, and so, yes, um, that is the context for that. I've had the distinct privilege of hearing... 40 or so different people tell me their thought process behind that because that's a question you it's it's one it's a question you don't get asked very often but two it's a situation that will never happen you know like if i ask you like oh guacamole or salsa you'll think about well i've had guacamole this many times or whatever but like you've never i don't i don't think if 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 you if you have encountered a hundred duck-sized horses or whatever like you know i want to see that so i've had the distinct privilege of of witnessing very distinguished people and be like well what do i what would I do in that situation? I think for me, I'm going to break it down. I think that there, this is the main. That's right. You can't that's see right. it, but he's got grass. His engineering is coming into right yeah, now. So yeah. slide rules and yeah. everything's going. So, so this is the, this is what I've come to learn. When it, if, if you are, if your team, I want to fight a horse sized duck, you're taking it from the standpoint of there's one of this thing and I can focus on one thing, and while it may be bigger and stronger and it may overpower me, there's only one. And so if I can just divert all my, it's kind of like a, like a puncher's chance. It's like, I may be fighting Mike Tyson, but if I hit him, he's going down. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. Downside is it could just swipe you and, and you know, you're done. The horse-sized ducks, on the other hand, while a horse can, one thing I haven't considered is I don't know if the, if the, if the, the strength of a horse's kick, if it scales, I don't know if that... If it, if it hurts the same when it's that small, but I haven't worked out that math yet, I'll let you know what I do. But you're, you're banking on they're much smaller. You may get overwhelmed, but they're much smaller. It's kind of like, if, I don't know if you've ever heard the class, it's like how many toddlers could you fight? It's like you could take on one, <clears throat> but like what if there's a thousand of them? Could you take on a thousand toddlers? You know, so that's kind of the, 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 the dichotomy here. I think for me, I have come to the conclusion and and I've established with a, I, I don't tell people this first off. I let them ask me this question. I if they ask me if they can have a weapon, I say they can have a blunt object. So that's a, if you're a future guest and you're listening, that you have to ask me that question, or I'll let I'll let you have a blunt object. I think that for me, I'm gonna go. Ah, man, okay. I think I'm gonna go horse or no, no sorry duck size horses. And this is why I say that assuming I have some kind of blunt object, like a, like a two by four or something like that. I feel like I can, I can power through the pain of whatever happens. Like they'll be nibbling on my ankles or whatever, but I think I can, I got quick legs, you know, and I've never worked out where this will be happening. Like, I don't know if it's just like in the matrix and you're just kind of existing in a plane of, of space or whatever, but assuming there is some kind of elevated surface, I'm golden. I'm just getting on the table. What are those horses going to do? You know, I mean. So you don't you you don't give your uh, your other people you interview all but, these but options. I, when you're I don't. Talking. But but do you know how long I've been talking about this already? I've been talking for like five minutes on whether I still haven't really answered the question yet. So yeah, I, that, I realize you that. know. So my my advice my advice for this 
is to just work out all the options. Just, just think about it, talk it out. And if you ask me, Hey, can I jump up on a table? Yeah, you can jump on a table, but you got to ask me first. So that, that's, that's, that's going to be my, at this point now, ask me a year in the future, who knows what will happen, but so that's my, that's, that's what I'm making. I've got three thoughts on this and I don't want to get Jason. So number one is you spent way too much time thinking about this. Number two is you're very analytical and I'm wondering where that came from. <laughs> number three, I think a lot saber should count as a blunt object. What do you think about that, Jason? I mean, I think that should, that should well, work. I mean, it's blunt. It, and then the rest of it, I'm not sure if it's real on the other end. It, so it is, it can, you know, and it's a point. It's not a sharp point, but it's a point that can go through most anything. So I don't know. But I would say to go with what you were saying, if there's a hundred duck sized horses and you chose that, clearly they're unified. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly they have, oh my, there's a hierarchy of power within this community. Okay. It's a hive mentality. They're, they're, they're not, it's like the board. It's a pack. You start boards out there. Yes. And so, if you're on a table, there are horses. Horses kick. I mean, all it's going to do, they're going to they're going to knock you down, or they've learned how to get on each other's backs. Either way, you're coming to them, and they're coming to you. I'm just saying, if if we've got that, a hundred of them are coming in as one mind. They know what you're doing. They know what they're doing. But what if? Okay, two things. First, I'll raise you. What if it's a sturdy table? I mean, listen, hey, but let's just take a second. Let's all the audience out there listen. That's a sturdy table. So, I mean, just saying, I'm not talking if it's a sturdy table, I might I might be in good shape. But also, while yes, there's a hundred horses, listen, to to just put it lightly. I'm just built different. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just built. I don't know. They don't know what they're up against. I don't know what to tell them. So I don't know. That's if I'm going to, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be, if I have to be prideful in a moment, I'm just at some point, you just got to put the gloves on and say, I'm going to win. I don't know what to tell you. You made, there may be a hundred of you, but I'm, I got, I got thunder and lightning and you know what? That's all I got to say. So bring it on horses, you know. They've unionized. So all I know is <laughs> you, don't, you can't really beat a union. But still, that, that was, that's interesting. I didn't realize. So, well, I know we we're going to talk. I thought we were going to talk about the end, but Nathan's jumping the gun here. But I will say one more thing about this. Since this is, we're hitting a year anniversary, are you going to retire that question and spend their next year I mean, you realize now you've given a lot of people a lot of options to think about here coming are you, up. Are you going to are you going to retire that one and possibly for your five year anniversary bring it back, but um, or do a reboot of it? I guess that'd be the correct term now in this in this world we live in, and replace it with another um, silly yet thought provoking scenario. Are, these are not silly questions. First of all. <laughs> I don't, I'm not thinking it's silly. I'm just, I'm just trying to speak. I'm just trying to be that that voice amongst the three of us. But I think I'm just saying. Look, I said they were unionized, so clearly I'm buying into this. Um, am, I, am I also paying their salaries now? Like, what's, look, what? I don't know, man. Horses are needy. Um, but so, have you thought about that? You know, I I have not. Um, I, I really haven't. But now that you now that you say that. Um, I think I might just do that now that you say it. So every every year have a new finalized thought provoking. Okay. So so okay. Question. So what should it be then? So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this on you all. So yeah, yeah I lo- I love that idea. We're brainstorming now. Things are happening. I love that idea. What would you if if you were me and you were in my shoes? 
my big size 13 shoes. What would you, what would, what would, what would you, what would you suggest me? Now I will say at the end of this episode, I have a scenario that I'm going to give you at the end. I'll save that to the end. Uh, So I can't reveal that one. That's something I've said for a long time. And it it reveals everything about who a person is. I'm just saying. (laughs) So prepare yourself. Get your lattes ready. Um, But uh, I mean, you, you gave, you know, there was an animal. You, you obviously it was uh, a fighting type scenario. So it depends on you want to stay in that category, or it's, is there survive is there survival again, or you want to stay in that? Do you you know it's one of those things? Is it you know it's animal? We're going to go for mineral next. What are we going to do? Is that, <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> you know the either ors, like you said, you know you know salsa guacamole, either or. You know that's pretty simple. But something that I, my thing was it something that's obscure, something that's you know, no one's ever thought of a duck-sized horse, horse-sized duck kind of thing. So something, I think in that line, that would be something typically a person who does not take a lot of Sudafed would would think of. <laughs> you know, something <clears throat> something cool that, that Jason just made me think about Su- is Sudafed. <laughs> Sudafed. <laughs> You're getting a little personal. So well, something cool I just thought about is, Every time I recall you asking somebody that question, they always said what Jason just said. I've never thought about that. And I think I want to go back. That's part of the cool part of this show is it is, and it's kind of why we're doing this, is it catches them off guard and it's thought provoking and it's all those things. And it it reveals a little bit of something. I will not forget, uh, at least not soon. I think it was when you interviewed and it's called My Favorite Professor. I think he's the one that referred to Shout out out to Dr. H. A Mm. duck uh, that would be like a dinosaur. And I've been a little freaked out by it since then. I just got to tell you. So, uh, but anyway, th- those kind of things. Uh, also, d- listen, ducks are mean, and and I I don't listen. Ducks maybe. I th- and I, I, I th- well, two things. First off, I think I think I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna give myself too much credit because what you just said, like you know, people say, oh, I've never thought about that. I think people have never thought about that because you know. Why would they think it, about exactly, that? Exactly. You know, it's it, that's like me being like, <laughs> that's hey, great. That's like me being like, hey, when was the last time you wore your pants on your legs or on your on, as a shirt, you know, or something like that? It's like, well, what? Like, why would I ever, you know, you're never going to do that. So um, I, I think that's part of it. Listen, ducks are ducks are they're, they're kind of like chickens. Like, I, I don't have much yeah. I, I don't have much experience like hand to hand with chickens or anything, but like they move quick and there's, those are animals. And I'm, I'm not saying that's not the case with a horse, but again, I just feel like I feel, I feel like it goes down to like, there's, I'm just, I'm just bigger than them. I'm strong. And I, I get they're, they're fast. They're strong. Even, even though they're small, they're kind of like, kind of like a, like an Ewok or something, maybe like they're small, but they're, I mean, Ewoks are not particularly, particularly strong, but like, you know, they got their little nets and stuff. But anyways, I, I think, I think that, they tried to, they tried to, or uh, Han Solo, sorry. Yes, yes. Try to cook him. Yeah. Um. So I, I think that, but I, I will say one thing, part of the reason, I, I definitely agree with you, part of the reason why I like that question is it is so absurd. Like, it's just like, it's just silly. It's just funny. You know, like people, you know, it's like guacamole or salsa, sunsets or sunrise. Dude. Like, what do you prefer? What do you, like, I feel kind of silly asking sometimes. I'm like, okay, uh, what do you, what, what do you prefer? Do you prefer waking up early or staying up late? But like, you know, the last one, it's just kind of funny. It's are like, you a okay, Sagittarius? Yeah. Like, or, what's your sign? What are you? Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, it's just kind of, it's just kind of absurd. You know, it's just funny. It's and like, yet I think it's a little bit revealing about the person. Yeah. So I, mean, I will also say there's one thing that ducks has, are jerks. I just want everybody to know that. 
And I'll say that and ducks, horses wouldn't that, horses would not unionize and have of one mind. I mean, this clearly comes from a, a, a from a teachers union person. Clearly, so that's what it is. Yeah, brought to you by Tennessee teachers. Union. <laughs> we have no voice. We're a dog <laughs> with no teeth. Uh, but no, and ducks are aggressive lovers. You should Google that. I'm not making that up. Google I am a little so disturbed you that you I'm know saying, that. Look, I know random facts. Um, so anyway, not that I'm like on like you know. You know, weird duck sites, but still, uh, I, I do have. Do we insom- need to put a disclaimer and this be listened to like <laughs> a certain time of night? I do have insomnia, so there's that. Um, but no, I think you know the or I and I like I, of course the idea of choice. I like the idea of choice, and I like the idea with a lot of these is it's a forced choice because there's no wrong answer with that, and but we always think there's a right answer, and I like that scenario. Um, and so that, that's that's the fun part of the question, I think. Uh, obviously, the, the, the scenarios are, are, are I like that, but it's one of those that there is no wrong. And of course, and then but we can always debate like a right one just to be silly. But it's one of those things that's neat. So I think something like that, and it's it's a hard. It's again when you have something solid like that. But I think it would be neat uh, for your second year to to end with that, and then um, and always go back to that, which it's kind of makes it neat. Kind well, of thing. well, okay. So how about this? I'll I'll make a deal with you. So. First, yeah, I'll follow you. I'll, I will have, by the time that you, the audience, listening to this, the episode that comes out after this episode, I don't even, I can't think that far yet, but there will, I'll do a new one. I'll, I'll, I'll raise you on that. But if, if you would not, if, would you care to, what, what was your answer to that question? Cause I've asked you, do you remember oh, what your, gosh, or what's your answer in this moment? Oh I'm, gosh. Yeah. Y'all go back to listen to episode 23. Yeah. <laughs> it's eight and a half hours long. <laughs> I never got through uh, it. I, yeah. I'm sure I don't. I mean, um, let's see. I th- I'm trying to think what I said. I I want to think I said a hundred uh, duck sized horses, but I'm saying that, but I have no memory of that answer. I have memories of other answers, but that one I remember talking. It was one of those things. I remember us talking a lot. Of like, well, you know, this was happening. It was over here. What time of day is it? The sun in their eyes. They don't. They're not really good at dawn. And um. So I don't rem- remember that, but I mean, it was just funny either way thinking about it. So I, but I don't now, if I said, it, I don't know, just a, a duck sized horse, I don't think have any teeth, but goodness. Uh, I don't know. I go back to what I said, Google, Google that. And no one will ever want a duck sized horse. So, so I'll just, I'll just have to go back and check it out. But the reason I say that is I just said my answer and you, you have your answer. I would be, oh. If this is going to be the year episode, listen. Normally, I do this in the end, but I would be remiss. I what would you say? say? I've always now you can't. I just say don't don't give me. I haven't thought about this much. No, no, you've, no, just, no. you've just revealed no. that you've you know you've thought about this. No, so. I mean honestly, you are you, you're this or that question. A lot of them are, are the same sometimes, and 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 and, and I answer them as I go. <laughs> but uh, I've always like, no who is guacamole. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> guac no salsa no guac. Oh, goodness. <laughs> So, um, but anyway, I have always thought I would want to take on the hundred duck sized horses. Cause I thought if I had a good solid, uh, ax handle or small baseball bat that I could whack them away pretty fast that, that could wound enough and maim enough and things that, uh, and I got to tell you, Dr. H, is that who it was? The idea of that being a dinosaur just a little bit freaked me out just a little bit. That sealed it for me. I had just a little bit of question on the end. As soon as he said that, that was done. I was like, no, I don't I don't want to see one. That, that That's kind of creepy. Listen, Dr. And now what Jason said about him, I'm really running away because I don't know what that duck's going to do to me when it gets me. So. Hey, I will say this, though. I know I have to alter the scenario, but 
riding a duck-sized horse into battle would be. I mean, that you, I mean, you, there would be a moment of is is that a duck? Is, is that a duck that he's right? And, you know, you're just coming in. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think you could destroy some stuff. You know, it's it's funny you say that because I, I forget who it was. And I, if I'm just making this up or I'm thinking this happened, I, I could be. But I'm fairly certain there's – because I get some of the similar answers when I ask that. But um, there's been I, – I swear there was one time one person was like, you know, it's a good – like, I haven't thought about that. And they were like, well – you know, like the, the duck is kind of big, but like if there's a hundred horses, like what if I could like make them my friend and they're like my legion, like I can like command them. I'm like, you've been thinking about this. Like that's a, that's an answer. I have it like, like be friend. Like it's one thing to befriend the one thing, but then to be like, no, this is going to be my army. Like I'm going to, I'm going to make them like me. And then you're going to have to deal with the, like, that's a, that's an, that's I, it's like that's, beast, it's beast master. Yeah. Yeah. Toto and Poto. Yeah. Now there's only like four of you that are going to get that reference. I do you not. You had to be born in the seventies. Yeah. I was about to say, I do not. Okay. I am a child of the, uh, to, of the year 2000. Okay. So I do not. Get, right, I don't know I'll reference. plug this movie now. Beastmaster movie from the eighties. Beastmaster. Watch it. It's now, awful. Now, oh, but is, it's is, awfully good. I was about to say is, are you, are you telling me to watch this because young Jason enjoyed this? Or are you telling me to, to watch this because it's a good movie? Because there's a lot of, listen, listen, I, listen, I remember very distinctly watching the live action reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies in theater. And I bought it on Blu-ray with, and I still have it. It came with your own bandanas and everything. And I remember walking to that theater saying that was the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Corey that was, was that, that was that was very much nostalgia speaking at that moment. So that's why I'm asking: is this is this a legitimate endorsement, or are you just is is it is it nostalgia speaking? I'll know it. Well, maybe a little bit of both. And I will say this: I'll put this disclaimer over it. If it came out in the '80s, it's worth watching. I believe that 100. percent Cartoons and movies. Best cartoons came out in the '80s. Um, but uh, as far as '80s movies and all that, it's worth a watch because it's one of those. You, it's it's a cult movie. Um, you just have to watch it. It's, 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 it's horrible, but it's so good. Uh, so Beastmaster and you'll get the Toto and Poto reference. And I, and I can't even believe I remembered that. I will have to, I'll have to check it out. Now, have you um, seen Beastmaster? I don't think I have. Have you ever seen Beastmaster? I really don't think I have. Oh my goodness, Nathan. You call yourself so, a professional? So, so, <laughs> so, so far he's, uh, mentioned unionizing, the Beastmaster and some kind of crazy videos about ducks that the rest well, of the I didn't say a video. <laughs> I said information that I read in a book okay. once. And then okay. now people can go. So, ladies and gentlemen, this man teaches your children. <laughs> so, so one thing I do want to say before we kind of, I'm assuming we're about to shut the book on the, on the horse size. You know how long we've talked about this? That's oh, trust impressive. me. I, I'm, I am very much aware of how long we've been talking about this. Um, one thing I will say amongst all the answers I've had, something that has, I, I'm not going to name any names, just not because I, I just don't remember and I'm not going to think about it. But I know for a fact there are most people when I ask them that they'll be like, oh, I didn't think I, I, that's an interesting question. Well, they'll kind of work like I'll see them kind of work. Through, and I specifically always ask them, like, I want you to give me your line of thinking, you know. And there's some people I'll be like, yeah. And so so what do you think about this scenario? Hundred duck size horses or one horse size duck? And they'll be like, oh, the duck. <laughs> The duck, 100%. Or they'll be like, oh, horses, 1,000%, no doubt. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, you answered that too quickly. Like, again, I've had the privilege of hearing 40 different people talk about it, but I'm just asking you this for the first time. And so if, if you know, if you're getting asked something for the first time, you're like, oh, yeah, the, the duck, for sure, 1,000%. I don't mess with the horses. It's like, what have you been 
what have you been doing in your spare time? Like, what have you thought about this? Like, you sh- you shouldn't have thought about. That's the whole point, you know. So it's just it's people are fun, you know. Pe- people are just interesting. So um, that's I think that's what I've got to say about the the horse size duck debate, the great horse size duck debate. I think that I think we have done as much of that debate as we can. That was that was very thorough. What a great way to retire. <laughs> uh, but I will I say this um, since you were talking about that, and this is one of the questions I wrote down. Um, and remind me of that what after all these episodes in the, in the years and everything, and even things I know you've filmed, you've recorded that haven't aired yet. What have been like some some enjoyable favorite highlights? I mean, again, not your favorite because it's hard to have your favorite child, but uh, <laughs> but you know, but some highlights that you were like those were just really for whatever whatever the reasons are that were favorites and things that just kind of really stuck with you in a positive way. So what I'm going to do, uh, is while I'm saying this, I'm going to, I'm going to, honestly, I'm going to have to look like, I'm going to look through some of the episodes I've done just to refer. I have a couple in my mind, but I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to forget some. So, uh, first off, I'm going to, I'm going to be the person to say it. You were, I love talking to you and I'm, I'm not just saying that cause you're in front of me, but let, one, one thing I will say, part of the reason why I, I don't know where this started necessarily for me. Part of the reason why I wanted to start this is some of my favorite moments, uh, it's it, some of my favorite memories are not, it's not even, mem- this is going to sound so weird, but just follow me here. Some of my favorite memories with friends, family, loved ones are not even specific things necessarily we did, but it's understanding that there have been moments where we've been doing something and we've been having a conversation and we forget about everything else. Somebody will say, hey, did you see that thing? And we'll just start talking for 40 minutes and we don't even know how we got there. And you don't care what's going on. You've forgotten everything that's going on. And you just want to be in that moment and talk to those people. Though that's what this is, what I'm trying to get every single time. Now, I don't always get it. And I'm, I'm sure listeners have their favorite episodes. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to listen to that. But that's what this is for. I love the moments where you start talking to somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, it's been an hour and a half. What have we, I've got work in them. Like, what are we doing? You know, that's, that's what this is all for. And so yours was, I, I love talking to you. It was just a lot of fun. We just, I, I remember telling, telling mom and dad when I got yeah, home, listen, I was, I want to, I'll, I will say Jason, he told me right after he did that, he said, that was one of the best we've done. I'm saving that for the end of the year as like a end of the year culmination. Yeah. This is, this is great. It, yeah. it was, it was fun for me because there, in every interview I do, I come in with some different topics and stuff just cause like, I don't know how you're approaching it and I want to make sure I'm somewhat prepared, but we just kind of went and just went and talked and I wasn't even trying to go for almost two hours and we went however long we did. So you were a great one. Um, but it was an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was very long. So it was, it was very fun. I was very honored that you asked me to do that. Yeah. And I told, I remember telling my wife and, um, and told some friends, I was, I was very excited about it. And, um, no, it was, re- no, it was a very a huge blessing to do that. And it yeah. was like to be thought of, but anyway, um, Awesome. Yes. So, so some episodes that I love. First off, I would be remiss if I did not shout out episode number one. Well, actually, I was. I'm going to revise. I'm going to say two things. The first episode ever recorded was with my sister Elizabeth Trinum in her. I don't know. She's moved around a lot now, but she. We were in a little apartment. Did like a little 40 minute episode. Lots of lot. It was. It was a lot of fun doing that. That was a cool just opening to it. It was just. It was really cool to have like. I imagine most people with their siblings don't have the moment to sit down and have a 40 minute interviewed conversation that you can have for forever and wherever our lives go in the future, it'll always be cool to have that. So I really enjoyed that. Um, but what I was going to say originally, that was technically the first episode I ever recorded, but the first episode I ever put out was with my good friend, Will Guy. And that was just a, 
a fun episode because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what, like it, it was, it was cool because we were sharing a similar experience in a lot of different ways. And you'll just, it's, it's also kind of long. It's like an hour and a half. And so, you know, if you want to listen to it, you've been warned. Um, but it, it was just really cool. Like you, again, you have specific memories of people, but you don't, when's the last time you sat down and had an hour plus conversation with someone you really care about. And that was just really cool to do. So that was a lot of fun. Um, at the time of this recording, this episode, so I'm going to give you another one. At the time of this recording, this episode will have not been out, but by the time this episode is airing, it will be out. I did an episode with a guy. His name is Cornelius. Shout out to Cornelius. If you're listening to this, you're, he's a great guy. Um, he is a Chattanooga based chef and he's a really, really sweet guy. Um, he was recommended to me by these two guys. I know his name, their names are Harrison and Parker and they recommended this guy to me. And he was just one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He he was such a nice guy. And that his interview, you'll eventually hear it whenever it comes out that interview, he towards the end. So he, I'm pretty sure he's told me he was from Chattanooga and I forget his exact story, but basically he told me he did not know how to read or write until like the seventh grade, Hmm. which is insane. Like, that's just crazy. I mean, I I know that that reality exists for a lot of people, but one that's just in, in the world we live in, that's crazy. And two, you don't get to talk to those people a lot for obvious reasons. And he's now a great chef. He does, he makes, he has a YouTube channel and like, it's a pretty successful YouTube channel. He's starting his own business. He teaches classes. He's one of the nicest people you ever met. And he sat across from me and I didn't even ask him to, I don't think I did. And he just told me basically like his story of like growing up, not knowing how to read or write and living in a, in a, in an area where no one should ever be able to to succeed from that. Like living in a time in a place where it's not fair, it's not right yet. That was the position he was in and he was dealt an extremely unfortunate hand and not that he's like some major millionaire now or any, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong, but he's, he bet on himself. And when, when COVID hit, he said, I'm going to bet on myself and do my own thing. And one of the nicest people you ever meet, he, I haven't tasted his food, but I've seen it and I know it tastes good because I've seen it and it looks really, really good. And man, like, again, it was just, I, I, that was a moment where I was taken aback. I was like, you, that's, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, he, he said he transferred, he was, he convinced a school, he went to a, he, he went to a school up until a point and he didn't know how to read or write. And he convinced a different school to let him transfer to it. And it was like his saving grace. And it was just one of the coolest stories. I know I'm missing a lot of details, but, um, his name is Cornelius Lathan. So by the time this episode comes out, it will, that episode will be out. Um, so if you're listening, go check it out. Cornelius is an awesome guy. Um, another one that was really fun is, (laughs) so I, uh, I've, I've interviewed two people that are, I will say mildly internet famous, I guess, if for what that's worth. Um, excuse me. Um, the first one, let me see here. It was episode, um, episode 12. So (laughs) this was the first ever, like when, when all this happened, this was, the very first, like, oh wow, like I'm a I'm a podcast guy now, like I'm doing this. His ne- his internet internet name is Mr. Beat, but his name is Matt Beat. He is a he this you you will get a kick out of this, but he does uh, online content all centered around uh, U.S. history and U.S. politics. But it's in a very, I think, very fun and tongue in cheek way. Like he makes songs about presidents just for fun, you know. But he started he started making these videos 
to teach his class. It wasn't just like, like he does it full time now because it's grown, his channel has grown, but he started it just because he wanted to have better materials to help teach his class and teach them something he was passionate about. And it was funny. I had just been watching his videos for a while. Cause like, he was really funny and I'm learning stuff from this guy. And I just didn't like, he will, he, he did a video where he drove the whole Oregon trail, like the actual Oregon trail. Like he's that, and he's just loved, loves us history. And I just one day I was like, that'd be kind of cool to talk to him. Like, he seems like a nice guy. He's kind of like, he's, I don't know if he's listens to these or not, but he's kind of nerdy. Like he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a social studies teacher, you know? And I just found his website one day and I just messaged him was like, Hey, like, I don't even know if you check these, but I'd love to talk to you sometime. And he emailed me back in like 30 minutes and he was like, yeah, let's do it. And for a moment, I didn't know I've done some interviews over zoom before, but at that time I didn't have zoom. And I was like, he lives in Kansas. And I was like, I got to go to Kansas. I got to drive to Kansas right now. I, I was talking to Abby. I was like, okay, this is my plan. I'm going to get off work on Thursday. I'm going to work remotely on Friday. I'm going to drive Thursday overnight to your parents' house in Memphis. And, we're gonna, oh, and she was like, and you haven't released episode one yet. I was like, no, I haven't yet, but it's going to be great whenever I do it. Like it, this was very early on, you know? Um, so that was cool. He was a really great guy. If you're out there and you're listening, you want something new to check out on YouTube, go check out Mr. Beat. He's awesome. Um, and then, I'll get, I'll give two more. The other mildly internet famous person I interviewed, which is really cool. Her name is, uh, her, her internet name is money with Katie. She's a, uh, she makes finance financial based content. Um, and a lot of reasons why I liked her is she makes a lot. I mean, you, you can, whatever your view is on finances, you can find somebody that's going to validate that anywhere on the internet. To me, in my humble opinion, I think she makes a lot of really good advice that um, tackles the financial world in a lot of different ways. Whether you just want to know what's the best way to budget or sh- should you even how concerned about the markets should you be? Like, do you really need to be concerned if the Dow dropped today or should you just put money in your 401k and be happy with it? Like she, she takes a very much... And I guess this, I sort of sympathize with this. She takes a very much, I'm a millennial and I'm still trying to figure out money approach to it. And I, I not that I'm a millennial, but I, I empathize with that a little bit because I'm a 20 something figuring out the world and it's cool to hear, a I don't know how old she is, but she's roughly my age. Talk about her experiences of finances. And so, um, she has her own, sh- like a legit, not that this, like she has a, a show that like is produced and like has a set, like the whole nine yards. And it was really cool to talk to her. Um, so that was cool. And man, um, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. I feel like there's one that like I need to, I really enjoyed talking to Dr. H. That was cool. Um, he's, he's really good. Oh, the one, the one, one last one I'll share. His name is Justin Bennett. And if you're ever in Chattanooga, this guy makes great pizza, great, great pizza. But I, I will, I will say probably one of the best to one quick thing, probably one of the best podcast titles I've ever come up with because people have told me like, that was a good title. Uh, it is episode, what episode, episode 25, the pursuit of dreams and pizza. It was just, it's a, I, I just, I don't know. I love that one. I've people told me they enjoyed it. And I was like, thank you. That makes me feel good. Um, but man, he was just a really, just a really nice guy and just fun to talk to. And just, again, it, it, it went back to when you get people excited about something, you get them talking about something they're passionate about. Those are the fun conversations. And he was so, so passionate about as silly as it sounds, so passionate about making great food and bringing it to people and providing a restaurant that isn't just a Chili's that's like every other Chili's in, in America. And you can get the same thing anywhere, but, but making an experience that's like 
when you walk into his restaurant, it's like you're at home almost. Like I, I, I legitimately felt like that. Like whenever I go to his restaurant, it was a real, a real big pleasure to talk with him. So, uh, his name is Justin Bennett. If you're ever in Chattanooga, uh, Chattanooga Red Bank area, it is called Pizzeria Cortile. Go check them out. Um, tell them I sent you, and they will say who, who, who sent you. <laughs> um, uh, but, but no, they're they're it's famous. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some I'm forgetting, and I can't go through all of them right now. But those are some that I I really enjoyed. So that's my that's my answer. So there you go. Highlights of the year. That's good. <laughs> Well, I have a question for you, and and you've somewhat addressed this, and I'll prep you. I mean, you've somewhat addressed this, I think, in certainly in episode one that you released and, and others along the way. But uh, I'll give everybody a little bit of background. Um, Daniel has always been very laid back, very easygoing, uh, easy to get along with. But there was a time that he was so laid back that we were a little bit worried if he was going to – I mean – he needed we we had to motivate him if if you can understand what I'm saying for almost everything. I mean, just just really had to to get him going, <clears throat> and that's not the case anymore. So Daniel, just imagine yourself. You're who you were up till you were about sixteen, and then the person that you were from certainly eighteen or nineteen on. And I know some big events happened right in there, but. What 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 happened to what what do you think led to that transition in there? So I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to be very careful because I, I know we've been joking around a little bit. I, one thing Abby gives me a a hard time because she's like, you just cannot take a compliment. Like somebody will say something nice to me, I'm like, oh, that's mm, thank you. Like I I don't know I don't know what it is, and so I don't want to be too much like, yeah, I did that thing, like whatever. But. I know what you're talking about, and, and I'll, I will save the full conversation about what happened. Long story short, had a brain tumor, no longer have a brain tumor. Hooray! Uh, that was discussed in episode one. Uh, happened in 2018. Go check it out if you haven't already. Um, but for me, I know and I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I I feel like I'm a very different person than I was. I mean, all of us are. I mean, you, you know, we, we, we grow over time and you change over time, but... Um, f- something I've, I've become much more open to, I mean, I don't just talk about it cause you know, I'll talk about it. If people want me to talk about it, but, um, I didn't talk about it a lot growing up, but I was an extremely, extremely self-conscious person growing up extremely for a lot of ways. And my way of dealing with that a lot of times was I can make you laugh. Or I think I can make you laugh at the very least. I may, I may not always, but I can try to make you laugh. And if you can laugh at me, then you'll like me. And if you like me, that makes me feel good. And if I feel good, I guess that means I'm doing something right. And I'm not going to, I listen, this is not me saying like I was just the most depressed person my whole life and I just had it rough and I've just been dealt a poor hand and what, no, I'm, I've lived a very fortunate and blessed life in a lot of ways. But I, at some point I realized that honestly, for, for lack of better words, this is my life. And whether you, what, what your opinions on me, I don't mean this in like a, like a mean way or anything, but like, I really don't care what you think about me. I really don't care. Not in the sense that I'm just like, I don't need you, but I'm going to do things that make my life not at the expense of others, but I'm going to do things that fulfill me and make me happier. 
And the things that I like to do personally that fulfill me and make me happier, not at the expense of other people, is I do like to make people laugh. And I like to make myself laugh. And I like to try to bring out the best in other people. I like to feel good. I like to know that I'm doing something that's worthwhile. I know that I I like to do something that I like to not feel like I'm just existing. I like to do something that in one way or the other makes me feel like I'm not just taking up space, but I'm doing something with the space I've been given uh, to sound real profound. And, you know, I mean, for me, that took a lot of different, a lot of different um, avenues. This is part of it. Um, I feel like it would be a waste as as crazy, like this may sound crazy, but I feel like it would be a waste of my time to not be doing something with my time. I have work and I have time outside of work and I don't really have a ton of obligations outside of work. So why am I not doing something like this that fulfills me? And apparently people like to listen to it and makes them happy. Like I, what am, I'm wasting my space if I'm not doing something like this. Um, for me, like not that I'm taking another different approach, like not that I'm some like, you know, I'm some beacon of male existence or anything, but we are given, we're given one person. We are ourselves. We're given one person. And I feel like I would be remiss if I just treated it like it's nothing. I mean, not not that I need to like slave away in the gym every day, but you wouldn't put water in your car because it wouldn't run. You wouldn't put rocks in the gas tank of your car because it wouldn't go anywhere. It wouldn't do the things you needed. You wouldn't, you wouldn't just drive your car off into a ditch because it's fun and drilling rushing. Like you're going to take care of it. And I wasn't taking care of myself for a long time. I was just kind of going along and just doing the things I wanted to do. And at some point I realized like, this is my, this is me. Like, what am I, why am I doing this to myself? And so at some point I had to own up to the fact that I have to take care of myself, but I enjoy doing that. I enjoy, listen, I'm, I'm not saying all to say that I just like drink kale smoothies every morning and I'm just like, you know, living on the fruitarian diet or anything, but like, this is me. Like I got to, nobody's responsible for me except for me. And I gotta, I gotta do that. I gotta take care of myself. And I feel that it would be remiss if I didn't do that. Now I'm not saying I just like slave away or anything. Like I'm, I'm obviously talking, I hope I've made it clear. Like I'm talking about like working out and doing things like that. Like I enjoy doing, that. I really do enjoy it, but I feel like we've been given one body. You got to make the most of it. And growing up, I wasn't happy with the way I looked and I felt, and I felt like, why do I care what other people think? I want to do something for myself. I want to, I want to look better and feel better for myself. Um, and so that was part of it. And (laughs) as I guess the last thing I'll say is you kind of mentioned, like, I'm, you believe me to be a very, a, a fairly laid back person, I think at some point you just got to say, you know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. We kind of joked a little bit before this, like, you know, you hear people bickering back and forth about things and I'm not saying you should just let every little thing slide off your back and be like, Hey man, I just wrecked my car into a tree. Hey, whatever, man. It's cool. Like I understand there's situations that that call for you to be present in the moment and serious, but listen, life's too short to be worried about what the person down the street thinks about you. Life's too short to be worried about if you, if you sent the right thing, the right way, exactly at the right time, just do your best. Just do your best. That's what people need. People don't need you to be perfect. People just need you to be you and just be perfect. And I think that, that for me is kind of the thing that I want to do the most. I want to 
be myself and hopefully make you enjoy yourself a little bit too. Um, cause I think we all need a little bit more of that, whether you're five years old, 50 years old or 500 years old. I think we all could use a little bit of being ourselves and loosening up a little bit and just living our lives. I know, I know this is very much just Matthew McConaughey of me. Just, you know, just kind of just, just live your life, man. But like, I think there's some, I think there's a little bit of truth to that. I think we all, you have, you have a, a, a decoration of some sort in your office that says no need, something like, don't worry too much about what's going on in your life. None of us make it out alive anyways. You know, something like that. Don't take life too seriously. Yeah, yeah. None of us makes and, it out and again, alive. I'm not saying like, I think at some point I realized that as, as silly and profound as that is, I think at some point it hit me like I live, I live, I grew up in the internet age. I grew up in the age where everybody's concerned about what everybody thinks about what everybody thinks about. And at some point I just had to say, I don't really care what you think about me or what you think about that thing. I care about you. And I care about what you're doing and I care about your well-being and safety and health and whether you're making smart choices. Yes, of course I care about you, but honestly, I don't care. Like I, I don't care enough to be concerned about things that really don't matter. And when you're able, I know this sounds very silly cause I'm a 23 year old with no children with, I'm not even married yet. And there's a lot of life ahead of me, but I just, I, I don't think life is life is too short to worry about things like that. And that will alleviate a lot of stresses in your life. I personally believe so. It reminds me of a, a phrase I, I always think of when I heard years ago, mm-hmm. but in situations you, you can light a candle or curse the darkness and um, just hearing everything you're saying that that's it. You know, you're, you, you can light a candle or you just curse the darkness and and make that light and i think you have i think you've done it and um nathan's setting down the plate of brownies <laughs> he did not care anything about what daniel said about it he's like oh well he just finished up all right i want to go get these brownies, I'm just these brownies. but but no the idea of again lighting a candle curse in the darkness uh, of of making an impact and at the same time and I, I think that's huge especially especially in the culture especially for your generation and all generations all generations but especially so much what's on there and i think it's it's bled into older and younger even younger generations of of the hoops you have to go to to be able to be seen in the world and it's ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah um, and to say that and and, and again the the life the things that you've gone through already and you know, I've worked with students for over 20 years, and the idea that I, you know, be in a room, whether I'm in a room with high school students or if I'm in a room with 10-year-olds, you know, statistically speaking, you know, somebody's in there that's gone through something harder than I've ever gone through, uh, just because of how the world is and 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 what happens and, 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 and the horrible things that people can be put through because of the sins of others. But the idea of, of you making changes and being impacted. But would you say like that happened because of the tumor that it changed with that? And I, and I know what you're saying, but it was that something that was a trigger for that. I know you, you seem you are changed, but it was that, was that the, I would say, I would say the, the experience I had with, with my brain tumor, again, if you want to find all the details out, there's quite literally an hour and a half conversation about it. Episode number one, um, plug in, plug in for days. Uh, but <laughs> that was not like, for me, I would not say that experience was like the turn on the dime. Like I was, I was headed this way and then boom, this thing happened. And now I'm just Mr. Woo. Like I wouldn't say so, but I would say that was, that was definitely a checkpoint along the way for 100%. Um, 
I think for me, you know, um, I, I'll, I'll preface everything I'm about to say with the understanding that I know that there are a lot like what you kind of alluded to there. There are plenty of people in the world that have been, uh, dealt a very much worse hand than I have. Like I have a lot of things to be thankful for and grateful for. And, and I don't want to let that go for granted. Um, but I think at some point th- this, I don't know how to quantify. I, th- I think at some point you have to just acknowledge that your life is not about being consumed about it's, it's, it, it's not, it should not be built upon what others think about or what others think about you. And I'm not, I'm not saying that in the sense that you should never consider the thoughts of others, but I, I have grown up in an age where, and this is not a necessarily a condemnation of social media or anything like that, but more the way we use social media is I've grown up in a time where everyone is concerned with every little thing that we do down to the way we look in our own private space, like the way we're existing on our own, the, what it's, it's, it's insane. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm not saying we can't ever use social media because I use social media all the time, but just like anything, it can be taken too far. And I think that understandably, a lot of people in my generation have been told this lie that in order for them to matter, in order for them to be valuable and to tend to, for the space that they take up to be worth, like that's a worthy space. They have to prove that through some arbitrary system that really doesn't matter. Um, at some point for me, I just think I, I began to realize like, I don't really, I don't want to live that life. I don't want to live in a way where my, the way I feel about where my life, it's not like I'm getting another try some other time, like where my life, the happiness I feel is dictated by how I perceive others to perceive me. I don't even know if, if, the, if that's, if the way they perceive me is, is true or not. It's, it's, it should not be built on that. Um, and so that all kind of started a, for me personally, a kind of journey of how can I live my life more to the fullest? And I'm not going to sit here and act like I just go bungee jumping and skydiving every day and I just do crazy things and I quit my job and go here and live all like, I'm, 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 I'm not saying that happens, but to answer to kind of come back to the whole tumor thing, I think that for me in a lot of different ways, that was in a time where I was, I was tested. And part of that was, are you going to be okay with the fact that this is the reality of who you are? Um, the, I, I couldn't change the fact that I had a tumor in my head and I couldn't change the fact that I had to deal with the things I had to deal with. But something I even talked with Will about in that first episode was I didn't want to be the tumor guy. I know that sounds weird, but I didn't want to be the guy that people would walk up to and be like, Oh, bless your heart. Like, we're so sorry. Like I, I appreciated that, but I wanted I wanted my life to be built on more than just, oh, I had this one thing happen to me and I want you to recognize that one thing and I want you to hold on to that so that every time you see me, you're going to understand that I'm that guy and I did that thing and I, I climbed this mountain. That's a part of my story, but my story, I believe, should have more chapters than just that one chapter. And I think a lot of times, young and old, we write our stories only with one chapter in mind. So I hope that all made sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and also I want to say one quick thing. Um, like the great Michael Scott said, sometimes you just start a sentence and you don't really know where it's going sometimes. And you just kind of find it along the way. And I'm just going to 
let that live. Let that, let that, sometimes it just happens like that. So not, not to say that that just happened, but sometimes it happens, you know? So there you go. There you go. So he had, uh, and again, we don't want to relive, relive this, but <clears throat> it definitely affected him and all of us in, in some pretty profound ways. So he had this tumor and surgery and, and, and I think Daniel wanted to live life in a new way. And so in fact, one night we got this phone call <clears throat> it's like, dad, so I went to the jump park <laughs> <laughs> and I threw myself against the wall. Oh, and, okay. Okay. And listen, I dislocated listen, my listen, shoulder. Listen, and, listen, so this, listen this is here. what it led to. Oh gosh. Listen. Okay. Listen. So we were enjoying you, you, Disney World, by the you, way. <laughs> and get this phone call. But anyway, anyway, not Keep that I'm. Mind, they didn't not that take I'm, me. They didn't take me. Not that Disney I'm bitter World, at all. That's, that's a anything. little detail they left out. Yeah, we were enjoying Disney World without you. Um. Anyways, listen, listen. I'm not going to sit here and act like I make all the best decisions in the world. Okay. I have. I appreciate all the kind words you've said about me. And again, I try not to gas myself up too much or anything. And. Yes, I feel like I am a different person than I was in my early teens. Um, but I still, I, I still think there's room for fun, you know. Um, and listen, the story, the story which my dad just alluded to. Um, I was to make a this. This all actually started in high school, actually. Um, so I played basketball in high school, and uh, I was in a game, and I dislocated my shoulder in this game, and it hurt really bad, and I didn't want to do it ever again. And they said, "Hey." We're not going to give you surgery, but if you do it again, if you do do that thing again where you dislocate your shoulder and it hurts really bad, you're going to have to have surgery. And I said, okay, sounds good. Made it through high school and I thought, that'll never happen again. I'm not playing competitive sports because I'm in college now and I'm doing school. So this is where, I don't know if you all will get this reference, but I know some people, I hope, that are listening will get this reference. <clears throat> so me and my friends were at a jump park, um, a trampoline park to be specific, and it was funny enough. It was right before midterms and I was stressing out cause I was a uh, computer engineering major and I didn't know what I was doing. And they said, Hey, we're going to go and jump, go to this jump park to have some fun and relieve some midterm stress. And I said, that's what I need. I don't need to study and prepare. I need fun and trampolines. So we went to a trampoline jump park and there is a, I'm assuming this is standard, but there was a section of this jump park where when there's a big open flat area with a bunch of jump trampolines and when it approaches the wall, it starts to kind of slant up like a, like a hill almost. And then it flattens out of the top. So you can kind of like run up it, whatever. So pause all of that. If, if anybody listening to this is familiar with the old app called vine, I don't know if, yes, yes. So there was a vine as an app was an app RIP. Um, and you could post little six second videos of whatever you wanted. <laughs> You can look it up. There was a video of this guy and he was in a high school or a, a school. I don't know if it's a high school. And there was a wall of lockers, a flush wall of lockers. And he just runs up to it and just jumps in the air. And he just kind of spread Eagle, just puts his arms and leg like, like a pancake and just, just hits the wall and just hits the ground. And it was just like, why did he do that thing? It was just kind of funny, you know, like what, did, what, what were you doing there? You know, kind of going back to the, the, the duck and the horse. It's like, why are you asking that question? Why did this man just do this to this locker? And I thought going back to, I like to make people laugh. Wouldn't that just be funny if I ran up to the trampolines and said, Hey, watch this. Daniel's zany and quirky and crazy. Look at him do this thing. And 
I ran up and I jumped up in the air and I kind of put my arms and legs out and I hit the trampoline and my shoulder went boop and popped out a popped out a, out a socket and my parents were in Disney World and I had an exam on Monday and that's the story. So <laughs> there you go. So did you take the exam? What happened? Come on now. So it, it it's kind of honestly honestly speaking it's kind of crazy the way it ended. Um, long story short, I don't even know necessarily how all this lined up, but, um, at the time I was a computer engineering major. Genuinely, I was doing very bad because I was, I'm not a computer. I was a terrible decision. I don't know what compelled me to think that was the way I needed to go. Literally never even taken a physics class in my life. And I said, that's what I want to do. Um, but nevertheless, (laughs) uh, I, I was doing very bad and my shoulder was dislocated and I had to have surgery and I was able to get a, I was able to withdraw from school that semester, get a medical leave. So basically all the classes, I didn't fail them. I just withdrew from them and I re reinstated school, re re registered, whatever the next spring semester, um, got the surgery I needed and came back. And now I've got a a little bit less range of motion in my left shoulder than I do in my right shoulder. So, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I did have to move all of my things out of my dorm with my mom with only three arms. Cause she was with me and I had one arm in my sling. And I remember I was dragging, <laughs> I was quite literally dragging a trash bag of clothes down four floors of a dorm across a courtyard, across a parking lot, down a sidewalk to the, to the car we were driving in big old bag of clothes and I'm genuinely maybe 10 yards from the car and I'm dragging it and it just goes that bag just got really light and I turned around and it just ripped open and all of my clothes are just on the sidewalk and I'm standing there it's hot I have one arm well I have two two arms but one of them only one of them works and I have a large pile of clothes on the ground in a public sidewalk in the middle of downtown Chattanooga. So here I am today, though. So there you go. That's the story of me. That That is the conclusion of my, I was a computer engineering phase of my life. So there you go. One little detail in how um, just that worked out, clearly God organized this, was that happened within days, a few days of the deadline for which you could withdraw without having an incomplete or whatever it was or but uh, it didn't count against you yeah in yeah any way. essentially and, uh, like so like if you're i don't know if there's like if you're like uh i don't know how many weeks there are in school if there's like two weeks left in the semester you can't be like oh, i don't know if this is for me and drop and like withdraw quote unquote like you know because they'll be like nah you you've you've at this point you've done it you you have either quit or you're gonna finish you know but like if you're one week into your classes and you're like maybe this wasn't for me you can withdraw and it's kind of like hey no no harm no foul whatever um so yeah i was genuinely like if if this had happened the following weekend i would have had i would have had to i would have failed computer engineering i was terrible at it i genuinely I've never felt a fear in my life except whenever I took an exam and got a got like a 55 on it. That never happened for me before. And so I was like, this is listen, uh, to pause this story. Um yes, it it all it all happened at the perfect time. Uh talking about computer engineering to tell you how out of my element I was. Listen, never taken these classes in my life 
And I remember one of my friends, his name was Jackson. Uh, he was he was my roommate at one point, uh, but he went to UTC a semester or two before me. He was also an engineering major, and he said, "Hey, do not take this guy. If you can get do whatever you can to not take this guy." They gave me this professor, and yeah, and so I was taking an, an engineering lab with him, and it was the first day of classes. Sit down, wide-eyed freshman. It was really hot outside, and I had to go all the way across campus. I'm sweating. Had, I had a gray shirt on. I was sweating so hard. And he sits down and he was like, all right, so I just, he gives us a sheet of paper and he was very like, almost like militaristic. He was very much like, all right, you guys need to do this thing. Have it, have questions, whatever done by this point and go. And so I'm working this thing out and I'm like, okay. And at some point I'm like, I need to ask this, like, I need just need a little bit of help. So I wasn't like asking him the, I wasn't like, Hey, what's the answer to this? But I bet I looked, I raised my hand and he walked over to me. I was like, Hey, would you kind of just kind of care to give me some guidance? Like, what am I looking for here? You know, I was kind of like, just kind of get me get the ball rolling a little bit and so I looked at him and I was like what exactly do I need to be doing here and he looked at me and he said well I don't know what do you need to be doing here and I and I wanted to look at him and say oh I don't I don't I'm asking you like I was like I don't I don't know like are we just gonna go back and forth like I don't know I'm asking you I don't know I'm asking you like what are we gonna do and he just looked at me and he said and he just kind of walked off and I said, okay, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm back to where I was when I started. And so, uh, it was just a, just a bad time. So I'm glad I didn't have to do that and shout out to all the business majors out there. So <laughs> that's what I'll, I'll, I'll finish up with that, I guess. So there you go. I remember in college they had a, um, had some electives and I thought I'll take a coding class. Uh, and a C plus plus it was awful. And so we broke up into groups and uh, I was a church vocations major, if someone's curious. And we had to be in teams, and we had to write a program. We had to write a, um ATM program. So we had a code run an ATM program that fully functioning working. And the professor, he was in the Air Force. He did coding, and he flew a plane, and they also did coding and things for the Air Force and military, and he knew computer, computer science, all, all that kind of stuff. And so they're like, okay, with each team, each team had to have a, a team leader who does this. And I'm a church vocation, just taking it to take it. And he uh, calls, he's like, well, who wants to go? Like, no one wanted on my team. So he goes, all right, pick a number between one and 10. I'll pick, I'll pick a number. He goes, oh, it's you, Jason. I was like, there's no way I got that correct. And so I was the team leader, church vocations, leading this team of coding. And so I was like, oh, gosh. So we were doing all this stuff, and it was terrible. And so... We had to make it work, and he, you had to make it work. He had to go through and type in. And so I thought, hey, we're in Tennessee. I want to make it fun. So I made it the most, I made every response redneck. Like instead of insufficient funds, it's like, you ain't got no money, was the things I would have in there, all the stuff, because we had to write all those out. Nobody on the team wanted to do that. It's like, that's terrible. It's like, well, I guess I'm tea later. But they didn't, they, of course, like in college and group work, which I despise group work, fun fact. Yes. And so, like, I'm doing it, no support on it. They were supposed to do each part of the coding. Two people didn't do it. I had to make up, do that part. And so we had to go to his office and he had to run through the program. Started running the program and it stalls after it. I was like, oh gosh. And so it was like a pass or fail. And I've done as much as I could. Never done coding before. I was like, I tried to make up these parts. So he's going, he's like, well, let's go through and fix it. Because I learned in coding, of course, you know, everybody listening does coding. You change one thing, it changes 15 other things. You know, it's just a horrible kind of horrible domino. And he goes, well, we'll go through and find it. He couldn't find the issue. He couldn't find the problem. And we were in his room, supposed to be like 10, 15 minutes. We were in there 45 minutes. He couldn't find the thing. I go, 
do I get any points for stumping you? And he goes, he sat there and he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll give you some for that. And so we I passed and, and made a decent grade, even though that project was terrible. But he was like, yeah, you stumped me. So I'll, I'll give you pretty good credit for that. I was like, yay. So it was awful. So I understand that's. Yeah, and it, it's it's so you, you say all that made me remember. Um, <laughs> so the it was probably like a week before. Um, whenever I dislocated, or it may have not even it may have been like literally a couple. I think it was just like a couple days before. So that was around midterms, and this is my first ever college midterms. I'm doing a major I've never done before. Very bad at it, and I'm taking this like it's like basic like physics one for engineering majors. And the guy, I forget his name, and he was a very nice guy, but I kid you not, he wore socks like up to his knees. Like he was one of, he, he was, he was just one of those guys. Like he was, he was like chalk. Like he was like, I do not want a marker, but I want a chalk and I'm going to be like, that was just, that was him. So at one point I was like, I need to go talk to this guy. I need to, I need to, you know, cowboy up and go talk to this guy in his office and like get some advice straight from the source. And so I had like a, I had like a practice sheet. And so I walked in there, I was like, all right, I'm going to see if he can kind of guide me through some of these questions. And if I can kind of figure out what he's doing, maybe I can, because the questions have got to be similar on the test and whatever. So I walk in there and I'm like, Hey, Dr. So-and-so, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, yeah. What's, what's going on? And I was like, well, I just wanted to ask you a few questions before the midterm exam. And he was like, okay, what, what have you got? And uh, I sat on the sheet of paper and I was like, would you care to just walk, like, just, just walk me through this, like this question right here? Would you just care to just, you do it te- like step one, step two, step three. And he looked at it and he kind of looked at it and he looked at me and he said, I'd be happy to walk you through it. And he said, before I do, you do know this is what we covered in the first week of classes. And I said, yes, I do know that this is what we covered in the first week of classes. I just need a little bit of refresher if you don't mind. And then we can move on to week two of what we learned in <laughs> classes. And he, and he was like, Okay. All right. Well, we'll do this thing. And, um, I don't even know if I ended up taking the exam because whatever, but, um, I was very much a fish out of water. Also, I was in a, in a coding class and I had a roommate who was the the polar opposite of me. He would build websites for fun. He had three different, it was genuinely, it was like he was operating the NSA out of his, out of his room, like his dorm. He had like four monitors, three pieces, like it was crazy. And I'm sitting in class one day, the professor is going over all these things. We're learning like, hello world. Like it's like real simple. And I'm like furiously taking notes. Like this is crazy. And I look over at my roommate and he's just like browsing his laptop, like just casually. And I'm like, is he taking notes? Like, no, he's not taking, what is he, what is he doing? And I look at him and I'm like, Hey, are you like, do you, he's, he's teaching. Are you, are you good? And he was, and he said, and he doesn't even look at me. He's just typing on his computer and he says, yeah. I think I'm good. I could teach this class if I wanted to. And he just kept going. And I said, wow, we are, we are different breeds here. And he just kept going. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep taking notes. So, um, shout out to all the engineering and specifically computer engineering majors. Cause that is a world that I don't know anything about and don't, and don't really want to know anything about. So keep doing your jobs, keep paying them well and go to school kids. So that's what, <laughs> that's what I got to say. So, and so with all that, the jump park, throwing himself into the wall, uh, is what Bob Ross might call a happy accident. Yeah. It got him out of all that. It, it wasn't my brightest moment, but it, it worked out in the end. So it was certainly a happy accident. It wasn't a fun accident, but one thing that was funny about that, a lot of my friends I'd made in Chattanooga didn't know I had dislocated my shoulder beforehand. And so I knew what it felt like. I knew very well what it felt like to dislocate your shoulder. It's not fun. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but whenever I dislocated my shoulder, I said, Oh no, I've dislocated my shoulder. And so I kind of rolled over and I said, Hey, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, I just dislocated my shoulder. And they were like, 
<laughs> no, you didn't. What are you? And they just kind of bounce off. And I'm like, no, like I, and keep in mind, I have one arm now. I'm on a trampoline. I'm not like on solid. I'm on trampoline. So if you try to like get up your, your hand just kind of like, I can't get up. And I'm like, guys, my shoulder it's supposed to be in. It's not. It's not in. And they're like, "What are you? T- no, you're fine. You know, you, you can, we can't even see." And I said, "Because I have a shirt on." Yeah. And so it took some convincing for them to finally be like, "Oh no, he's hurt." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm hurt. I can't move my arm. You, you want me to try? Here, like I can't." So it was just, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a whirlwind of a time. But I do remember calling you all, and I was like, "I don't know how to, I don't know how to break this to you, but uh, I am not doing well right now." So there you go. So that was that's the story on that. So. That was fun. Happy accidents. Yeah. So back on your podcast, and maybe we'll 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 uh, start winding down here in a minute. But you got one segment. What do you call it? Living faith. I yes. think is that right? Yes. Uh, so yes. So tell us how that came about. So th- this um, this is a segment that I'm still kind of workshopping to a degree, and uh, I've I will I don't know what this is going to be in the future, but I'll tell you my mindset of what it was when I started it and what I, I'll tell you what I hope it ends up being in the future. Um, so I, I, if you, if you haven't listened to it, um, it, it was a, I've done some different segments on the show and, uh, there was a segment called living faith, like my dad just said, and it was primarily centered around, um, conversations just about Christianity in general, not necessarily in from the sense of me trying to tell you what you should believe or trying to make you believe something, but more just conversations about it, wherever that that's my intention, just having conversations about it so that hopefully whatever your background is, you can approach this conversation honestly, and you can take from it what you want to take from it. Um, and so I did a couple different episodes. I did some interviews. I did somewhere it was kind of with me. And that was for me, that was my way of trying to use what I feel is something I feel like it's a ta- like I feel like having conversations is a, is a talent of mine. I feel like if I don't use this in some way in this regard, then it's kind of a I'm 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 missing one of the boxes I could check in my opinion. Um, and so um, it started with that, and I did let me think did two interviews with it, and I did two episodes where it was just me. And I have come to the conclusion I haven't done one of them in a while. Not because I don't want to do it, but I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it. Because I've come to the conclusion, if, if you're if you're a keen listener of this podcast, you may have noticed that I haven't done any episodes where it's just me in a while. Because I don't like talking to a wall. I just don't like doing it. I really just don't. I thought I had a lot to say, but I don't when it's just me. I, really, I, I just kind of keep to myself when it's just me. And I don't want to waste your time. I really don't want to. I did. In sec- I also did a segment called "Sincerely Yours Truly," where the idea was you're just going to hear me talk about things I want to talk about, and there are things I do want to talk about. But as you can see, I prefer to do it with other people. I don't like just talking to a wall and trying to f- pull words out of thin air because it's just not. I, it's just not what I'm best at. Some people love to do that. There's people that record videos in their basement, just them, and they'll talk for hours. That's not me. And so that's where it started. Um, where it's at currently. I haven't done one in a while, not because I don't want to, but because I want to find the best way to do it. I feel like, this is just me personally, I feel like if you're approaching in regards to content made that's centered around any kind of religious um, religious topic, I feel like it, we would all do a lot better if we could have those conversations centered around 
and with people that maybe we don't agree with, maybe people that don't agree with us. Because honestly, I don't really want to sit here and be like, you know what, you're right, and I'm right, and you're right, and I'm right. And that's just, you're right about me being right about you being right. Like, that's just, that's, what good does that do anybody? If, if you are a Christian, the best thing for your Christianity is to be challenged. What good does it, does it do for me to look at you and say, you know what, you're exactly right about every little thing, and I'm glad that you just told me, it. like, that, I'm not saying we can't ever do that, but for the purposes of this, it doesn't do any good for me to sit in a room, talk at a wall, and say things that really aren't inspiring to anybody. So what I want to do with it in the future is find a way to have those conversations, whether it's the people that do agree with me, that don't agree with me, or have no idea what I'm talking about, and have those conversations so that anybody can come to it, whether you are a Christian, whether you're not, whether you're considering, whether you're doubting, whether you have no idea what it is, to listen to those conversations and have them but have them genuinely and not just be not just be me talking at a wall for 45 minutes to an hour because I don't want to do that. I really don't think you want to listen to me do that. And I think it would be better if we had those conversations with other people and not just me talking at a wall. So it's currently in a workshop phase because I'm trying to figure out the best way to go about doing that because I want to make conversations that are worth my time and your time but I'm still figuring out the best way to do that. So that's kind of where it is right now, but that's the the rundown on where it came from. So there you again, go. one of the things I love about the podcast is we're seeing it grow and we're seeing you grow with it and develop it along the way. And I think that's cool. Yeah. And, and, and I will say, um, this is message to anybody that's wanting to create anything. Don't be afraid to start and stop anything. I thought whenever I started this show that I wanted to do four different segments, I thought I, I've told you about this. I thought I wanted to do interviews, sincerely yours truly, living faith, and podcast on the street where I take my uh, yes, <laughs> I, I love it, and and I may still do that someday. But I wanted no, genuinely, my I wanted to set up a tent outside, set up my microphone, and have some and have it be like anybody that wants to be on a podcast, come sit down and talk to me. And I would love to do that, but I don't have the time for that right now. And so, but what I, what I, I sell that to say, <laughs> maybe I'll do that in the future, but I came to, like, I started doing the sincerely is truly episode and, and spoiler alert, I'm not doing those anymore just because I really don't have that much to say on my own. I, there were a couple things at the time that I was like, I'm itching to talk about, like, I, I want to talk about this thing and I feel like I don't have anybody to talk about. And I just want to say these things and get it out there. And I did, but that was kind of all it really came out to. And so, um, don't be afraid, whatever you're doing, don't be afraid to stop something. I think we, what, what is common referred to as the sunk cost fallacy. You think that because you've started something, you think that because if you've invested $100,000 into a business that you can't stop, you have to just keep throwing money into it and you have to keep going and going and going. And it's been negative for 10 years. But if you just keep putting money into it, you'll be good. And you, you've already put this much money. You can't stop now. Stop while you, while you're ahead. I, for me, I recognize that I didn't enjoy doing that. I realize that people don't really, <laughs> don't really want to listen. I don't think like from what I could tell, I don't think people were as interested in just to hear me talk about something random and honestly, I don't have that much to say on my own. So just don't do it. Do the thing that excites you. And for me, that's this. I would I want to talk to people about the things they're excited about, whether that be our jobs, our hobbies, our belief systems, our 
the things we don't believe, like what, like those are the fun conversations. You don't want to hear me talk about whatever for 45 minutes. And I don't really want to do that either. So that's kind of my advice is whatever it is you're doing, don't be afraid to start, but also don't be afraid to stop. You don't have to force yourself to do something you don't want to do because I'm getting a lot more enjoyment out of having conversations, even though they require a little bit more effort than just plugging in a microphone and being like, Hey, it's me. I'm going to talk about something for 45 minutes that you and I don't want to listen to. Let's go. And then we do it. Like, that's not, you know, nobody's getting any good out of that. So, so yeah, there you go. Very cool. I like it. Just, okay. The podcast on the street, I, I want you to do that, but here's the thing. <laughs> All right. If you're going to name the segment, here we go. Facing the streets. There you go. Oh, that's good. Facing He's the streets. There you go. It's for you. See, my gift to you. See, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it kind of like a man on the street style. Like I want, I, I like that. Like, I was either going to, I was either going to do it or I would set up at the same time, like every week at the same place. And eventually people be like, Oh, this is the day when the dude shows up and we're, but that's a big time investment and like getting the stuff. But then I thought about what if I just like carry my mic around and I'm just like, Hey, what do you think about this? And just put a mic in their face. But I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Radio so, faces yeah. here. Radio faces. Yeah. And they're like, huh? What? So still workshop and then I'd, maybe that'll be like a, you know, five-year anniversary live <laughs> in the park or something. I don't know. You but. might need to be a little more famous to pull that off. I mean, you never know. Hey, you never look, know. So people might it. think you're a assaulting or something. So. <laughs> but uh, the point, point of it all is I'm a lot of things about this show. I'm still workshopping. I'm still figuring it. I'm still figuring it out on my own. Um, living faith is one of those things. I want to have those conversations, but I want them to be, I want them to be worth mine and your time. I don't want to just sit here and be like, let's talk about religious things. And it's just going to be me. And I'm just going to kind of say some words that I really don't want to talk about. I want to, I want to have conversations that challenge me, challenge you and are entertaining, but are worth your time. I don't want to just sit here and just spout off things because I need to fill it, fill a slot in my, in my random schedule, arbitrary schedule I've made. I want to make something worth your time. And I think you, I think you can see in, in my opinion, in the two interviews I did on living faith, I think you can see that I'm not saying they're perfect, but I think you can see that there is a stark difference between those two episodes and the other two living faith episodes. Cause I did two interviews and two by myself. And I think you can see a big difference between the two. And so what I'm hoping to do in the future is figure out how can I do that more and repeat that rather than just sitting there and doing the episode, quote unquote, just because I need to do the episode, if, if that makes sense. So there you go. So every episode you go, eschatology. <laughs> just say <laughs> random words and move on. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just recite all the books. I'll just be like, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. I'm just, you know, just start saying things. But that, that's, that's kind of where it's at right now. Um, but, um, secret word is apologetics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So the, what I, I hope there'll be, there will be a future with like, there will, there will be more episodes in that line. It's just, I'm currently figuring out what's the best way to go about doing that. So there you go. So very good. I like it. Awesome. Uh, so you're ready to franchise blog network. Hey, I'll be in your, put me in your blog network. Trying to, I'll be a part of that. If you, if you want to, if you want to produce blogs for the radio face network, then feel free to I, listen. One more thing. I would be lying if I said I didn't think about doing some blogs and I did. And I wrote some and at one point I, because there was a, when I was still figuring out things, I was still like, maybe I need to do a blog too. That would be really cool if I like did episodes and a blog. And so I would take like 
15 minutes here and there and just start writing stuff. And again, there were a couple where I was like, I'm really cooking here. Like I'm making something with you. And then like blog number seven. And I'm just like, I, I words. I don't know. I'm just, it's like, I don't really want to say it. So there, maybe they'll see the light someday. Maybe they won't. Maybe I've already mentioned some of these thoughts in an episode prior and you'll just have to dig it up. Um, but there are some blogs that I've written that have never seen the light of day that are out there in the world somewhere. So yeah, I've, I think I've it's, you know what you said was so important. The idea of being able to, to quit. No, this isn't working because it's it's hard when you start. I mean, years ago, you know, blogs. I mean, they're still going, but they used to be so popular. You, you'd have blog book tours, and that still happens to a degree. But that was it. That's how authors are even getting out and all this kind of stuff. And if you want to be an author, you want to get noticed. You got to have a blog. And I was like, oh, and I couldn't stand writing blogs. But it was that idea of I'm like I'm doing it, and I'm starting. I get five in and go, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. But the idea of and I struggled with that of being like, but I've got to do this. Mm-hmm. But I've got to do this because this is what you're supposed to do. You got to do that. And it was the it took me a long time mm-hmm. to be like, no, it's okay for me not to do that. But I think it's so important, like to tell yourself, you know, like I said, even you know, quitting on your head. But the idea of being like, no, it's I, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> And when this is the pet portion of the, of the episode. <laughs> I'm going I'm to keep this in in some way. That's that's Millie saying, amen, amen, brother, amen, brother. But but uh, of going like, you know, it's it's okay because there's so much of like we do, especially in creative, that you just feel like you're supposed to. Yes. Like, that's not me. Yeah. And, 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 and I will say also 100%. I think also uh, two quick thoughts to kind of think about this. I think we live in a time where it, there are some, we, we are made to believe that everybody is doing everything. And that if you're not doing something at every hour of the day, then you're just kind of wasting your time. Like that was kind of what I, I remember that I, I've, I know some people that do that started very successful blogs and I was like, Oh, they're doing it. Like I can do that too. Like I should, if I'm not doing that, they're doing it and I'm not doing like, I need to be doing that. And at some point I was like, I don't even like it. Why am I doing this? And I was just like, what, what, what am I doing here? Like, I'm just wasting my time. Like, the same reason why I am not a plumber is because I don't know how to plumb something. Is that even the term? I don't know. I'm going to go for I'll allow it. I don't know. I don't know how to plumber something. Um, so like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I need to be a plumber because every there's plumbers out there and I'm going to be a plumber also. Like that's their thing. Let them do that. That's not my job. What I like doing is talking to people and I'm not saying I'm the best at it. I'm not, but I have a lot more fun and a lot more excitement out of doing that. And I have a pretty good feeling that you would probably prefer me to talk rather than write some things that I really don't care about. So yeah, I mean, learning to stop when it's not worth your time. Cause, cause also one more thing I have found, I was worried. I was so worried that if I didn't do the two other segments were largely just me. And I was so worried that if I dedicated my time to doing only interviews, that I was going to be so stressed for time. Cause I got to find people. I got to book them. I got to schedule a time for you and me. We got to Like there's, there's just more effort that goes into it. And, and there is, there's some effort that goes into it. Cause it's easier for me to record something on my own. I don't have to worry about booking you, booking this person, whatever. I can just plug it in, hit go and, and go. But that doesn't excite me. I'm so much more excited to do an interview and have a new conversation with someone rather than do something I really don't care about. I don't want to just go through the motions. I want to do something new. And so yeah, there's, there's, I had to do an interview today where I had to drive 30 minutes to Ultawa to do it, but I had a great time with it. And I would not get that just me <laughs> doing something I don't really care about. I would not get that if it was just me typing in a blog or talking to my wall in my apartment. So do what, do it, do what you like, do what excites you and you'll get a lot more out of it. So that's what I'm, that's all I got to say on that. So there you go. 
that's probably not all I have to say, but well, that's what I'll, that I'll, I'll cap it for that right now. So you said you could stop something, and so you're going to stop yeah, that part yes, right now. Yes, also knowing when to stop yourself from talking. That's something I'm still learning to do, but. <clears throat> So with that, I think we're going to, in this turning the tables episode, we're going to, we're going to turn the tables back. And I know Jason has, uh, to culminate this, something that's going to, that'll be the last. I am, right, I am really curious to see. Yeah, also, gonna, let, let me say, Jason joked in the beginning that I've got graphs or something. They legitimately do have pieces of paper here with things drawn on them and like words and I, I, they've come prepared. So I'm, I don't know what's about to happen. We have but, an outline for another novel right there. <laughs> Uh, so, but we'll we'll let conclude with whatever. I'll go with. Um, I'll, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say we're going to hit you with some this or that because you always finish with 15 quick questions, and we may or may not have 15 or 30 or so or something like, like that. Like the number but, 500. Um, listen, I this I'm happy to entertain your questions, but quite literally, the stop button is in front of me, so I will threaten the power I have if we get to question seventy. I'm like, this think is about too it far. That way. Yeah. Okay. So right. um, I love the. Uh, I think I think I mentioned this before because it reminded me of that. But inside the actor's start studio, James Litton, uh, the big school of that that they would do, and they always interviewed um, big name actors, small name actors, and at the end of every episode, he always said he'd ask the final ten questions. I'm not going to ask all ten of them because some of them are inappropriate, but um, for this podcast. And so he'd always say that it was based on the French television personality, Bernard Pavot, which I'm, I'm sure I'm, I, I'm from Tennessee. I'm not I'm saying it wrong. But James Linton would ask these questions, and I always loved the questions. The same questions, those 10, because it came from some French television personality. But there's a few of them I always liked. And so I'm going to ask I'm gonna ask you a few of them. Uh, he would say, what is your favorite word? Oh, I know this. My favorite word is plethora. Let me, oh. hold on. Let me, let, hold on. Just, I'm going to turn you down real quick. My favorite word is plethora. That is a great word. It just, it's just fun. It one, it means many things. Literally, it means many things. Second, just say it plethora. It sounds like you're doing a somersault plethora. Anyways, I've thought too long about that. That's my favorite word. It, it's just, it's just a good one. Anyways, I'm I had to turn them down so we could hear that, but there you go. Okay. To go along with that. Have you ever seen the movie three amigos? I don't know if I've heard of the movie okay. Amigos. Uh, if you like the word, would you say I have a plethora? <laughs> All right, that is that's a part of that movie. Okay, it's an old movie. Uh, Steve uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Chevy Chase. Yeah, watch it. It's fantastic, it. yeah. and it has your word in. It. There's a big people have done shirts. It's one of the most quotable lines from it. It's a, it's just a good word. So what? no, really, yeah. three minutes. You need to watch the movie. Watch I'll check. It. You need to watch it. With I will this check it out. This I will week, check it out. I'm gonna text you and ask you. I will All check. Right. Yes. What is your least favorite word? Least favorite word. I haven't thought about this one as much, so I'm not I'm not as prepared. Um, least favorite word. Um, I will say one thing. I'm not one of the people that's like, like there's some words people are like, oh, I don't like, eh, like, you know, so there's some words like, I don't like it, eh, whatever. Like I, generally I'm not like grossed out by words or anything. Um, <sighs> okay. Uh, this is the first thing that's going to come to mind. And if 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 she makes it this far into the, I'm assuming she will, but Abby's gonna get a kick out of this as you hear this. I I've I was raised in the South, and there's one thing, there's many things about Southern culture and the word y'all and stuff. Not not the word y'all, but like many many things about the things we say and the things we do. But there is one thing that just grinds my gears that I. I just, I just can't stand. And I've, I've expressed this so many, and this is the first time I'm expressing this on the show. So if this is the way that you speak, understand that 
I just, I just can't stand it. I hate when people refer. Okay. If you're going to go to the store and you're going to buy not, 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 and you're going to buy a, a beef product, but it's in, it's not like a full steak, but it, you can like turn it into patties. What, what would you call that? Ground beef. It is ground beef. And you know what it's not? It's not hamburger meat. I hate when people call ground beef hamburger meat. And I know it's two words and I know it's a specific context, but just think about that. We don't call anything else the dish that it is. You don't get like... You, you you don't you don't get like a chick like a whole turkey and say oh I'm making like sliced turkey this is sliced turkey meat no it's a that's turkey meat that's a turkey you don't buy like you know you, you don't buy um let me think you, you don't buy like a rotisserie chicken and say oh I just bought chicken spaghetti like you don't do that a hamburger is a dish it is a food it's a meal you can eat it's not a raw product the raw product you you got is ground beef and you're turning it into a hamburger you don't get chicken tender chicken tenderloins and say oh you know what we're having you know you know what i just bought i just bought chicken parmesan no you didn't do that you bought chicken tender you know like that's just i don't know why it irks me so much but i will see so many people online and on videos and they'll be like yep just went to the store and bought hamburger meat i'm like no you didn't no you didn't you did not buy that you bought you bought ground beef is what you bought people and do raise chicken casserole so y- yes <laughs> and that's what i'm saying Ima- imagine imagine the surprise you would have if you went to the store and you're you know you're walking around with your wife whatever and you're like oh should we, what then this looks good and she's like oh my gosh i can't believe they have it i can't be jason they they've got chicken casserole here you'd be like are you did you like take the wrong medicines you know like that doesn't make any sense you know so um if that's the way that you speak i both I'm sorry to tell you that. I just, it just irks me. I don't know. It's just, I'm just like, I'm like ah. so anyways, that's caught hamburger meat. Every that's, there you go. Joe's going to get letters now because of this, I, so you know what? To go back to what I said, I do not care. I'm sorry. I, that's He's, a, listen, there's not many hills that I'm going to, his name is a, Daniel. Trento. That's a hill that I will, I just can't say, I don't know what it is. I just, it just, it just call it ground beef. That's all I got to say. Anyways, there's please, my answer. That's all I can think your, of. Your plethora of letters. <laughs> there's there's probably another word out there that like has a more deeper meaning, but at this very moment, that's just that's I just something that I've been on recently. So there you go. All right. What sound or noise do you love? Oh, sound or noise do I love? Um, <laughs> um, one time I heard someone refer to music as just squiggly air, and that made me laugh. Uh, it just made me think of that. Um, a sound or noise that I love. I. Hmm. I, 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 okay. This is just where I, I don't know how I'm getting here, but this is, I love the sound of, of paper ripping, but not, not, not like, like, like gift wrapping paper because there's nothing like, yes, I'm, it's fun to get gifts, but there's nothing like nailing a gift of, of me being like, Oh, it's your, it's your birthday coming up. And I have the perfect gift for, for Jason or whoever. There's nothing like getting that. And like the, the moment when they start to open it, it's like, they're going to like this. They're going to, and, and, but also on the other hand, like there's nothing quite like getting that, that thing you've been wanting. Like you've been wanting, it's like, Oh, it might be this. It might be that thing. That's, and it's like, it's the thing you've been wanting. And just, 
it's just it's 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 like the moment of it it's it's like not I almost said Schindler's cat. I'm thinking of shit. What's the cat? The Schrodinger's cat. It's like it could be it's not no no no. It is not Sch- <laughs> Yeah, I was like it for some reason I was thinking of Schindler's list and the, I was like it's the cat, but it's not Sch- I was like what, is, what am I trying to say here? Schrodinger's cat. It's it's like it's like it could <laughs> perfect it's just it's just listen in all seriousness it's like the it could be anything and from from the standpoint of being the from the stand yeah i I, yeah from the from the standpoint of being the recipient it's the moment of like this could be anything let's see and and you're ripping it but it's also like on the other hand if you have a great gift for somebody and you're like I've had this thing for three months. It's been hiding in this spot. I wrapped it. I can't like you are about to just be so excited because I've had those moments on both sides and it's just fun. So I'll, I'll say gift wrapping paper being ripped open. There right. you go. And then opposite, what sound or noise do you despise? Uh, this is going to be very, very common. I, I know, I know dad's answer. Um, <laughs> um, this is, I, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, hate forks or knives scraping on a plate. I hate it. And I understand that it happens. I understand. I know that I've done it before, but anytime I hear that noise, I just want to like, look at the person and be like, what is wrong with you? And just, what, why did you do that? You, you did like, it's, it's just one of those moments where character judgments. Based I, on if you I know your plate it's, a bit. I, I feel bad because like, I've done that, but like you, you're trying to cut through something, you go a little bit too hard and it's, you know, it's like, we've all done it, but like, it's it's when you're on the opposite end of it, when you're not the person that did it, you're like, why did you just you just ruined the whole meal? Like I was having a great time and you just you just made this noise that has ruined the rest of my week. Why did you I just I, just, oh God, I hate that. So um, that's the first thing that comes to mind. So there you go. That's what I got. Those are the ones I, I, I pulled out of that. But All right. So Jason's going to have the grand finale here in a minute. And uh, so here, Daniel always finishes his episodes with what he calls 15 quick questions. And we have some quick questions and we'd love quick answers. But if you have some commentary on it, just fire away at us. I will will try my best to be quick, but I cannot guarantee there won't be some commentary. All right. Are you ready, folks? And you're welcome to keep score at home. Uh, uh, All right. Ready? Air guitar, air drums. Oh, air guitar, air guitar. There is okay, that is listen, one wrong answer. No, listen, listen. There, there is a specific. I, I, this video may ever see the light. I've air guitar many times. I'm a, I'm a bad. We talked about briefly, kind of talked about the gym earlier. I'm real bad about in between sets, just like just like just just shredding something. Like that's just I, I hate to be that guy, but man, there's there, Abby's got some good videos of me, just like in the apartment, just just ripping it, just something's playing, and I'm like. Yes. And also I've, that was like the first instrument I wanted to try to play. And I, I could a little bit, but like, God, I just want to, just want to be that guy. just want to. Yeah. So anyways, there you go. All right. That's what I'd say. Sausage or bacon. Okay. (laughs) If you had asked me. 10 years ago, I would have emphatically said bacon and I, I love bacon's great. Bacon's great. Honestly, I'm going to right now, I'm probably going to say sausage. And I know that I know that's, I feel like I'm turning my back on my former self and in a way I am, but I just think like bacon be a little, can be a little bit div- divisive. If it's not the way you like it, you're kind of just up the Creek. Like if you like it crispy and you get it kind of, kind of, eh, it's like, you like bacon, but it's like, man, God, 
you know, like whatever. But like, if you want sausage, you're not going to be too upset if you get a link or a patty or it's ground up. Like it's just, it is what it is. Um, also listen, I'll, I'll say this. I love bacon, but I'm not going to eat it on its own. It's just not filling. It's not filling on it. You're going to, you're going to give me a lot of bacon for me to be like, that was a good meal. And also you're going to, if you eat that much bacon, you're gonna be feeling real bad, but like sausage, you can get chicken sausage. You can get, I mean, there's like the bacons, but like, I just, I think it's, I, I don't know. I would rather have a have like sausage meat and there's all, right, all well kinds then, of different sausages. So then We're sausage. We're done here. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Patties bacon, or links. Which that's, way are you that's, going? That's my question. You, yeah. you say that I have to, I know you said what you said, but yeah. patties or links. So, so I, I'm going to say patties right now because I think. It's wrong more, again, by the way. Th- <laughs> so so if listen. If you're keeping score at home, so listen, you have to get one. I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this. I'm going to say patties for a few reasons. One, I think. I like, I prefer a sandwich. If you give me a hot dog or hamburger, I'm going to take a hamburger. So like that, any kind of vary, I don't, if I've answered that, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm going to take a, a sandwich variation over a hot dog variation any day. I I had two, two other th- reasons why you can get kind of, you ever gotten like a sausage link and it looks kind of sweaty. Like it's just kind of like oh, yeah. weird looking, you know, yeah. those are just kind of worked for you. It's, it's like, it's like the, like the hotel sausage. It's kind of like, I don't, should I trust this? Like, I don't know, you know, so there's that. And also I'll just say this, maybe I should know this by now, but I'm just going to admit it. And I just, I just don't the wrapping on a sausage it's edible, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, have you been that. eating it? Well, well, <laughs> yes, I it's have. Like the, before, M- but, it's the M&M thing when I text you. But this is the thing. <laughs> yes. this, is, this is the thing. Like, I'm fairly certain the the casing on a sausage is edible. Oh, yes, it is. But I'm not sure where, where are you buying your sausage? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just don't like. It's interesting to me that he doesn't know the answer to this. Yet he's been eating it anyway. Well, it's, it's like, it's, it's kind of, I know, I know it is because I've eaten it and I'm still here living to tell the tale, but I, I'll second guess myself and I'll be like, but, figure that but maybe, maybe that I just got lucky. And also I just, I don't know. I don't want to like. I don't want to eat my food with like something on it. Like it, to me, it's like the equivalent of like eating. You ever, you ever like, I don't It's like eating a bun with like the plastic wrapper. I don't know. It's just like, I know that's not what it is, but in my head, that's what it is, you know? So I still love link saw. Like I'm not saying I'll turn it down. It's just, I, I kind of look at it a little funny sometimes. So there you go. So the pig in the blanket, that pancake wrapped around the sausage link. Well, okay, that's not what I'm not. I don't mean like that. I mean like the casing itself. No, I'm, not, I'm saying, but no. Would you eat that though with the sausage like? Oh yeah, oh one hundred percent. Oh li- no, listen, listen. In in high in high school when they had like the pancake the pancake corn dogs thing, those are my jam. Those were awesome. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I would say. So there you go. All right. So this one's for your mama. Desserts, share or no? Uh, so I'm I'm assuming. I'm assuming I'm in a standpoint where it's not like a it's not like a sheet pan, right? No, no, it's a single serving dessert. Okay, okay. You're at a restaurant, okay. share or no. Okay. I think if I'm at a restaurant and it's me and you and we order a single serving, one of us has made a decision there. It, it's kind of you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it it's like think of it this way. If you and I go out to eat and we're at a Mexican restaurant and I, and they say, okay, what would you like? And I say, yeah, I'll have the fajitas. And, and, and you say, I'll have the, the beef tacos. And can we get a bowl of guacamole? You've just established that you're paying for it. 
I don't have to say it and you don't have to say it, but you've established you're paying for it. So if in that situation, if I'm in a situation where I'm with one person and a single serving of dessert gets ordered, one of us has just said, I'm eating this thing. You can get your own or or you or we can order two. But if you're telling me you're ordering one scoop of ice cream, we're not splitting that, man. I'm sorry. Now you can order your own. But like, if we're in a situation, it's the same thing. Like, if you order the guacamole, you you've a stat. Uh, we'll share it, but you you asked for this, you know. So I, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna eat it. I'm sorry. I think that's the right answer. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I don't know what to tell you. you. I, thought, I think you're spot on there. All right. Yeah. So uh, some pretty straightforward things here. Plans or surprises? Oh, plans. Oh, I mean, I like surprises, but I am I'm I'm I I'm a plan plan person. Yes. Tablet or laptop? Laptops. Tablets just need to stop. Just, just stop it. Just quit being something you're not. I, I just. What are they then? That's, what are they trying to be? What are they? Okay, listen. Let me tell you. Let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. When have you ever been in a situation where you said, "I just, when I just need a tablet"? When it, it, that's what I'm saying. Listen, you need to call or text somebody. Are you going to pull out a, a screen, a TV screen, and say hello? Like, you know, you're not going to do that. Are you going to send an email? Are you going to be tip tapping on a screen? No, you're going to keyboard. When legitimately, unless you are a graphic designer and you want to write something or like draw something, what's the point? Now I know why, because it sells and I get that. That's why I use my, yeah. But like, aside from like graphic design, genuinely, it's true. What, what do you, what, what, what does a tablet do for me that a phone or a laptop does not do better or more efficiently? If I'm texting someone, I don't want to be like, dip, 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 like tapping off. Like, just, <laughs> just give me a little, a, a little keyboard, you know? So All right. definitely. Laptop. All right, we got a few more here and then Jason's got his uh, grand finale. So right. time machine or magic wand? That's a good Okay. Okay. Question. Two questions. Can I use the time machine as many times as I want to? Like if I use this time machine to go back or forward, does it also come with me and I can use it again? If so, then the magic wand is the same. You can use it as many as you want to also. They're equal. But, but is, so, so is it, are, are you can like. Like if I use this time machine, can I also say, oh, I've gone back to ancient Rome. Now I want to go 5,000 years in the sure, future. Okay. But the magic wand is the same. You can use it as many times okay. as you want to. I think, okay. What Also, what does the magic wand do? Like, is it like, is it like I can, or is it just anything? Like I can, it's like my yeah, genie. Yeah, Gandalf, it just does whatever you want it to do. So. I'm going to say the magic wand. I think that's, I'm going to, I'm going to assume based on popular culture, pop culture, you might say, um, that the time machine is, is kind of bulky. Like it's something you have to like step into and it's probably something you can't like take with you. Typically like a time machine. I, I think of something like I'm going to step into this thing and it's going to transport me to there, but you can't like bring it with you in your pocket. I think of a magic wand, like. Like, you know, you got it in your hand and you can kind of zip it around and you can do a lot of cool things. Like I had a, uh, this is going to tell you part of who I was as a person. I, I had a Harry Potter video game one time, never read or seen. Well, I've seen some of the movies now, but at the time I hadn't seen any of them, never read any of the books though. And in the, in the game, you could go around Hogwarts and like move things with your wand and you could go do do and pick up the chair. And I just thought it was funny. I would like pick up chairs and just like throw them at people and just be like, Hey Ron, and just like throw them. And they'd be like, ah, and they'd be like, Harry, you're crazy. And they just kind of walk on. And it was like, yeah, that's kind of fun, you know? So, um, I'm going to go magic wand with that one. Very good. Cookies or brownies? Cookies. Cookies. Yeah. I love brownies, but I feel like I can eat. I feel like I can eat a hundred cookies and I feel like I'm going to max out of 50 brownies. So there you go. All right. Sticking with food fries or tots. 
Fries. Fries. Really? Uh, yes. Okay. okay. Listen, if assuming, assuming it is done perfectly, tots, but that doesn't happen. You ever gotten a tot and it just crumbles in your hands mm. and it's just like, I don't want to go fishing for potatoes in my ketchup. Like that's not what this is for. I want to get something, dip it, and it crunches. Okay, that's I feel, I feel like the the potential to mess up a tot is much higher than the potential to mess up a fry. You know, no, so the 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 uh, cousin of the uh, tots, the hash round. <laughs> <laughs> Considered this. <laughs> Listen, at this point, we're just kind of art. It's, I love hash rounds and I, I love how they've been considered a breakfast food also when we're just, it's just the same thing, you know? Um, but it, I, on, yes, I love hash rounds. I, I would like to shout out the humble potato at this moment because they can do a lot of things. Uh, Baked potato, right. sweet yeah. potato, fries, hash browns, hash rounds, hash, what, what is the Mr. difference? Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. I mean, it can quite literally do so many things. And like potato battery. It, yes, exactly. Like potato, potato battery. Potato, and, potato also, gun. and also, I, listen, gun. There, there is a, <laughs> my brother's had one of those. I think it's hilarious how like most plants are like, I need sunlight and sun and, and good soil and rain and like good things. And a potato is just like, just bury me, just bury me underground and I'll, I'll see you when I see you. And they're just good. So there you go. All right. Yeah. Just a few more here. Uh, what we got here? We got uh, flying or turning invisible. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to assume I'm flying at like the speed of Superman, right? Like I'm not just like coasting at 30 miles an hour. However you want. I'm going to assume I can fly like Superman. I can just go pew, and just like fly off at supersonic speed. I'm going to take flying because I think that going invisible will just get kind of old at some point. Like, it'd be cool. It would be a great party trick if you were like, hey, guys, watch this. And you're just gone. Like, what? But at some point, it's like once you kind of like once you like pull the pranks on your friends and you've like done the kind of things you want to do when you're invisible, it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to be visible. Like, I've lived my whole life being visible and I really don't think I'm missing out on that much in being invisible. But if I could fly, if I could just walk outside and be like, hey you want to go to Bali? You want to go to Turks and Caicos? All right. Let's go. And I just, pew, there you go. Yeah, so then you'd have to figure out how to get clothes that reflect, reflect lights. And it was just, <laughs> it was just such a pain. And Dillard's just doesn't get, carry they that. Don't, so, yeah. They don't. All right. We got three more here. Bowling or putt putt. I'm going to say bowling. Cause if you're good at putt putt, it's, con it's concerning. If you're good at bowling, it's impressive. So did I say that correctly? If you, I don't know. I, I may have gone. Yes, bowling. Because if you're if you're good at that, it's it's impressive. If you're good at if you're really really good at putt putt, you you've spent too much time at this. Put the hours in. Yeah, it, it's impressive, but it's like why? Why are you? What you know? So there you go. All right, Mario Kart or Rock Band? Oh. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Mario Kart because you can play Mario Kart by yourself and have a great time with it. And it's just not the same with rock band. It's just not the, like, it's fun, but you're always kind of like, I want my drummer or I want my singer, you know, it's like, I'm missing pieces. And, but you can do the same, like you can do both of Mario Kart. I've played many Mario Kart games by myself, had a great time Absolutely. and it's challenging too, mm -hmm. but I've played Mario Kart also with friends and been like, yeah, like I got first, like, sorry, I don't know what to tell you, man. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Mario Kart. All right, here's so. my last one. And I'm really curious to see how you and Jason interact on this. So it's DC or Marvel. Okay, so 
I, I will I, let me preface it. We've probably had this conversation mm-hmm. or part of it whenever we were talking. Yeah. I am going to preface this by saying I am a normie. I am not someone that grew up like re- I've I didn't read the comics. I really. I got it. I got into it when Marvel was popular, like when it was really popping and like it was going crazy. Like that was when I got into it. So like that's where I'm coming from. I'm gonna say when when it's done at its best, DC. I loved the newest Batman movie. I loved that movie, and it's three hours long, and I would watch it every. Night. I he's my favorite superhero because he doesn't have a superpower. He's just rich and can beat you up. And it's just hilarious. <laughs> I love love that character, and I think there's some great characters in the DC universe. But from the standpoint of where I primarily consume them in movies, I'm going to take Marvel because there's just a, in my opinion, there's a lot of duds. A lot more. There's a the the ratio of duds to wins are much higher or lower or whatever it's supposed to be in the in the DC universe, in my opinion, compared to Marvel. Now I will say. Ever since Infinity War and ever since Endgame and ever since like the Spider-Man movies, I don't really care as much. Don't watch the TV shows. Kind of lost my luster for them. And I know that's not the most hot take in the world, but um, I'm going to say Marvel. So there you go. So um, Flash comes out in June. It's going to be amazing. I am am excited for that. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm one of those that, you know, I don't have to tear one down to lift one up. You know, uh, more... Comic book movies is better for all comic books. Uh, and I am the Baghdad board and own over 7,000 comic books and all that stuff. Because um, I had to, but it's the same like when I was a kid, I had Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. And and it was it was an adult uh, soap opera that I'd watch because you didn't have options. Now, so it's so, so much point. It's like, oh my God, it's like if you buy comics or so many titles, you just can't keep up. And then you just kind of hit the crossovers when you can. But it's so. Even the ones that don't do well, uh, I love. I love it because it's. Yeah. I mean, twelve-year-old me would slap me in the throat and be like, "It's it's comic book movies, and they're yeah. done well with a lot of money, and they yeah. look great." Yeah, Th- there are some like, like some DC movies that I like. I really enjoy Man of Steel. Man of Steel is a great movie. Love, I know they're not the same universe, but I love. I love Joker, and I love the new Batman movie. Um, I think that despite the flaws, I think Batman vs Superman has some cool ideas. Oh in yeah, it. it's I'm not gonna, not that we have to hash all this out, but I think there's some really cool ideas in it. I haven't seen Wonder Woman, but I've heard the first it's one fantastic. is great. Really enjoyed Aquaman. Yeah, really enjoyed the so like there. I'm not saying it's just like oh it's trash. Like it's just generally I have more fond memories of like the prime of Marvel, and but let me say this, and we'll we'll put this to bed. The I, I don't know if either of you have any experience with this, but the Batman Arkham City video Arkham video games. I don't even know if you played them, dude. I've beat them all. You, dude. You, okay. okay, they I'm, are so good. Oh, the Arkham. Oh, they're so they, good. rock steady, rock steady. Man. They they were they were cooking something with that. They were great. So shout they're out to them. They're also the on ones that. that doing super. They're doing Suicide Squad games about to come out. Yes. So, anyways, they did some great stuff there. Generally, I would say movies I prefer Marvel. Um, I love so them. Yeah, all of them's great. But Batman is my favorite because I, I, yes, I, I have fond memories with him, and I think it's hilarious that he's like, "I'm Superman. I can fly and shoot lasers, and I'm the Flash, and I'm fast, and I'm Iron Man, and I can have this cool suit." And Batman's like, "I have a lot of money, and I am gonna drive this fast car." And it's just like he's there, you know. So there you go. I'll get really nerdy really fast for you. Um, there was in the Justice League comic books because it's source material. Uh, when I was in. Uh, 
high school, uh, there was a storyline. It was called Tower of Babel. And the whole thing it was is all the Justice League were getting defeated. Mm-hmm. Like, it was this huge thing. Vandal Savage, big bad guy. So if you're a nerd, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, beat them all. And it turned out the reason why they were all getting beaten, beaten was because Batman had, over the years, had built contingencies for every single one of them. He had designed the ways that you could beat every single hero mm-hmm. and to the point of um, all this kind of stuff and hallucinogens and all this kind of stuff. And so uh, he had them all. All of them were mm-hmm. uh, to the point of juicing up Superman's power and everything. But that very end, the guy who was doing it knew Batman's secret, but he never cared to tell. And the way he beat Batman is Bruce Wayne went to go visit his parents' grave and he dug up their bodies and stole them. And so that put it this huge big it was wow. awesome. it's called Tower of Babel. It's yeah. an awesome story. Uh, but anyway. All right, so the last question. This is okay. one of those. All right, this is this will be, if you're counting kids, the second Star Trek reference that I've made, and I'm not a huge <laughs> Star Trek fan. This is the Kobe, Kobayashi Maru, which is the well, unbeatable well, scenario. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, so here you go. Now, say what you want. This is the question. All right. I'll wait for you to finish your drink. I have this. You're ready. Thank you. Okay. Slap a baby or kick a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's the no win scenario. My my gut reaction is is slap the baby. Now listen, I'm gonna assume one thing real quick. I'm gonna assume one thing. I'm gonna assume this is happening in a vacuum. Like it's me and this puppy. Did, did I just say puppy? It's me and this baby or puppy, and there's not like a crowd watching. Oh like, no, it's is- it's like you know, it's it's you're just living with the consequences, and like you're gonna live your life. I'm gonna say the baby because. Now, I mean, preface. Now, this is straight up five fingers said to the face. I'm going to say the baby. Listen, this is what I'm saying. And that baby is probably going to do something bad one day. It probably is. (laughs) It will now. It it probably, (laughs) it probably, and listen, I can, also one thing, if this is a young baby, it's not going to remember this. Listen, I don't remember what I did like three days ago. I don't, you know, like it's not going to, now listen, I'm not saying it's the right thing, but do, do you remember what you did? What? Where were, where were you on like your fourth day? Not getting slapped. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I can at least live with the comfort in knowing that like I'm gonna have to slap this person, but they will probably end up deserving it at some point. Like they're just they're probably gonna do something terrible, and uh, it'll be that'll be for that. They won't remember it, and I can I can hit them and be like, and then just immediately immediately pull it back. Just be like, I'm so sorry, I had to. But if you kick a dog. It's never going to lift that down. Like you're never going to get to pet that thing. It's like it might attack you for one. And assuming it doesn't attack you and you get to be in its vicinity, it's you're you're never going to get to touch that thing. Never ever again. You never will. I I mean for for instance, my sister has a dog and from what I understand this dog has a very troubled past with a male owner. To this day, he always looks at me and he's like, "I don't know about you." Now I was not his male owner. I have never, I've only ever treated him with kindness and sweetness and have petted him and given him food. But every time he's here, he's always just kind of like, I'm watching you. I'm and again, so that's what I'm saying. If it was me that did that thing to that dog, it's never going to let it. I, I can never recover that. But if I hit a baby, it's not going to remember. I can get it to stop crying. It'll be fine. And we'll just live our lives. Okay. Now so, the, the second go. part, cause there's going to be two part. Now the caveat is now it's in public. Not necessarily a crowds around, yeah, but it's yeah, in yeah, public. Yeah, 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 you're you're yeah, in a park. Yeah. 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a man of my word and just say the baby. I'm gonna be a man of my word and say it. I, I know that there would probably it would probably be smarter for me to say the puppy because I could play it off like oh it was attacking me or like oh it was a Rottweiler puppy and it, you know. But I'm just gonna I'm not you know what this is this is the path I've chosen and I'm just gonna live with it because at some listen th- we live in a we live in a day and age where lots of things happen so eventually people will forget about it. I can move. I can just move. I can be like, hey, I hit this baby, but I'm in Canada now. So you forgot. And, you know, I can move. And again, the the core issue is the baby. It's going to be fine. I don't really care. Like, I, y'all don't know. Y'all, y'all, these people, they don't know that I've been set up for a impossible situation. So you're just going to have to live with that reality. You don't know that. And I do. So you're going to have to get over it. And the baby's gonna be fine. It's not, I'm not gonna like kill it or anything. So like, baby's gonna be fine. I'll have to maybe move somewhere, but there's lots of cool places to live. And it won't remember it. And it 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 will mend our relationship. And I'll send it a really cool letter one day, and I'll say, hey, listen, you were three days old one time, and I did this horrible thing. But look now, look how we've grown. Look how we've changed. And here we are. So. That's what that's what I'm gonna say. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. So I'm there you sure go. Daniel has watched Star Trek. So I don't know, but you no, know, in I that one, James Kirk and I don't remember. He wasn't captain yet, was he? he was he was uh, that was part of his? Wasn't that what they had the school they had to go through? <laughs> right. Well, the that was the no win scenario. Right. But in in, in uh, Wrath of Khan is when it came out. Right. They had that. <clears throat> he did so, it when he was in. But he beat it. But he beat it because he cheated. They didn't tell him he he cheated the game. He like re- basically reprogrammed the system. So what you should have done is gone back and got your magic wand from earlier, <laughs> and you're turning invisible and like become invisible and blinded everybody's eyes with a magic wand or something. And then I, so. I mean, I guess so. You know, I, I'm just I'm just gonna have to live with the consequences. You know, I mean, it's just I don't want to be one of those. I, I I'm just I'm just gonna have to live with it. So it would not be I would be an outcast in that community. Heaven forbid it's like in the middle of downtown Manhattan and like everybody's like this person's terrible. Like you just fit in there. Best best case scenario, I feel like it would have to be in like a small town because like that place is gonna hate me, but like no one else is gonna know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be I'll just I'll just move to a different country, grow a beard, shave it, grow a mustache, change my name. There you go. I'm a different person, different life. Y'all don't know me. And I'll I'll be I'll never be welcomed into that community, but I'll be I'll be opened into arms somewhere else and it'll be fine. So that's that's what I'm gonna go with. And me and that baby will grow up and be cool. So we'll we'll be friends. And well, Daniel, you have been a super sport about this, and we've gone a long time. I don't know what it is, but we've gone a long time. Jason, you it's both been four been, hours. I'm just kidding. No, it's okay. been four hours. But this has been a lot of fun, and uh, I knew we would occupy this time really well. But uh, I just want to end by saying this: not only was it a lot of fun, but uh, man, as as your dad and as a fan of the show, I'm just really proud of you, and I know everybody else really enjoys this too. So, uh, love you. Well, I love you too. Um, and I want to I want to just say thank you both for making the time commitment to do this, but also, um, thank you for doing this episode. Thank you for you being a guest. And now you also being a guest on the show. I guess I was technically the guest, but whatever, who knows who's the guest at this point. Um, but this has been, this has been great. And, um, I will say one thing, like I, I like to talk about things, but I'm always a little bit hesitant to talk about things that excite me when I'm not prompted. Like if you ask me about something, I will tell you, but I don't want to just come up to you and be like, let me tell you about this thing that I'm really excited about if you didn't ask. And so this is something like, 
I don't really talk about the show a lot because like, I don't know if people want to hear me talk about my own show, but, um, it's been cool to get to talk about it. So thank you for asking the questions. These have been great and I've, I have appreciated it and I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you to everyone that has listened so far in year one and excited for year two. So year two and beyond. So thank you all very much. It's I'm been proud a pleasure. Of it. It's awesome. Though. You've done a great job. Well, thank you. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun and I, I've been asked by people before, like, what do you want to do with it in the future? I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be in the future. I don't, I, I don't know, but, um, I'm going to keep doing it. So I'm excited and I hope that people enjoy it and, Here's the conversation, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I got. So thank you. Thank you all very much. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we finish up? Oh, thank you for asking me to be a part. <clears throat> yeah. I was very humbled by that. And this has been fun again. I just going through it. Like, you know, I'm just looking at all the things that you had done. I'd mentioned before in the podcast, I can't wait to see and or listen, I should say to all the different things you do in the impact. And you have a way when you talk to people and making, I know when we talked, and I don't have a problem issue talking, but it was so comfortable. And I mentioned to you then, like when you, we were talking, but when when you hit record, like you, the the persona came, and it wasn't you didn't change who you were, but all it did was just it just brightened. Like you you just had on who you were, you just, you just made it a little louder. Didn't change who you were, didn't change it. Just you were a little louder, a little brighter, and you could tell you had that. Of course, not just your voice, but your whole persona was you you were you were there, not as a show, as a fake, but as of hey, this is what I'm doing, this is who I am. It just became brighter, and it was really cool to see and. And uh, it was awesome. And again, you, we talked about things that I didn't even plan on talking about. And I know you've done that with other people. And you have a gift with that. And I, tell, and I just can't wait to see what you do. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, it's, it has been, for me, I love talking to people. And I love hearing people come up to me and say they've listened to it. And people have left reviews on the show. And if people have been very, very kind. And I feel so honored that anybody would spend any of their time to have to listen to me say words because that's what this is. And it's hilarious and absurd and awesome all at the same time. The fact that people would willingly take time out of the day that know me and that don't know me and download something and say, I'm going to listen to this guy, talk to this person and I'm not even going to see them do it and I'm going to enjoy it. That's awesome. So I love that. Um, but at the end of the day, this, this all come, like I said, this all comes down to, those moments where you talk to someone and you start a conversation and it just goes and you look down and it's like, wow, in 45 minutes and I haven't even thought about what I'm doing next, but this has been really fun. So, um, thank you all for letting me do that. It's been great. And I'm excited for, for year two, I'm excited to see what goes on. So, um, well, if there's nothing, any, anything else from you all, you, this is, you all are the host for this episode, so I, I will close this out, but I don't want to take up any of your space. I think we're good. All right. Well, um, I guess I will close off and say thank you to everyone that uh, tuned into this. If you've made it this far, I'm just going to say give yourself a pat on the back. Um, this is definitely the longest episode we've done. I don't say that in the bat. Like, that's that's exciting. I'm, I'm, I will, I'll, this is, this is going to be cool. Um, but thank you for tuning in. If you've listened to one minute, one second, all of them, however much you listen, if you tuned in at all, just thank you for doing it. Um, this has been really cool and I'm excited for year two. Uh, there'll be some links down in the description. So if you want to check out myself, show recommendations, anything, I'll put some links down there for, uh, some different things. Go check those out. Um, but yeah, thank you as always for listening to and supporting the show and I will catch you all on another episode. Goodbye everybody.
Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.